work goes into this intro for people that probably just hit the 50 second fast forward. Just they better skip over it. This is the best part. This is the best part. This is. For all those that are still listening at this point, this is the Ungrown Ups. I'm Matthew. Across from me is Ryan, and Hi. this is the episode 56, otherwise known as the 56th, 56th episode. episode. And we uh, we went all out. We actually purchased a fourth microphone because we have guests in studio with us. Yep. Which is what all that noise in the background is. Yeah, they're trying to adjust them. Up. Yeah, <laughs> they I mean, literally, we just set the mic up all of like ten minutes ago, so yeah. this is all like fresh and new. I didn't route cables. I did nothing. Yep. I was like, I ain't doing it. Nope. nope. This is a very special episode because we have the. No joke. That was on accident. Special. I got it right the first time. The coal fields. Yeah, the Fairmans. Or the Fairman. The Fairman Coalfields. Yeah. So Sarah has been on before. She was our, our yes. resident female stunt driver. And then she brought her significant other along, Dave. Hi, Dave. Here I am. <laughs> You're my latter half. I am I am your accessory. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I've known one of them longer than the other. That's all I got. Uh, but all, <laughs> all three of you have been, I'd say, all three all of th- you... All three of you. That's the three of us that aren't you? Yes, correct. Everybody Everybody but me went to an event today. We did. I'm slightly jealous, but I did have sushi for lunch and a lot of it, so I'm not mad about that part. What gas station did you go to? I didn't. I went to the new sushi joint around the corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it the one that's behind Snooze? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's so good. It's good. But it's it's normal sushi price, which is unfortunate because sushi is not cheap anymore. So it's not I mean, hard. not that it ever was, it's but it's more not cheap now. So it's, it's not only was... cheap when you were a 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't you eat 7-Eleven sushi? Right. So it's not one of those all-you-can-eat places? <laughs> not here. What? It's not one of those all-you-can-eat places? No, 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 no. No, but oh. really good. Really good quality fish. And they had, like, that actual fatty tuna, and they oh, had, wow. like, all the stuff you want. Nice. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, but you went to an event, so tell me We about did. It. We went to... Radwood, basically. We, we went to Honda's North American headquarters in Torrance, and they took over the front lawn and the parking lot for... One of the only manufacturers that hasn't left yeah. California. Yeah, that right. is true. Way to go, Honda. They have a Woo-hoo. big old-school campus. That, that was my first huge. time there. It's been there. there. It's been there for yeah. 20, but I forgot 30 years. how big it was. It's like a big college. Yes, what, it's massive. What I didn't realize was the proximity to Toyota, because I've been to the Toyota campus a bunch of times, and I got off at of the same exit. I got off of the, the 405 at Western and drove past the old Toyota campus to they, get to the they, Honda campus. Does Toyota have any buildings left? Are they still out here at all? I don't think I don't so. Know. They're like gone, gone, right? Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're all in Plano, Texas or something like that. So it's, yeah, it was interesting to be back in Torrance, but then to, to, to see the Honda campus was actually kind of nice. Yeah. The roads are shitty, but I mean, the campus itself is pretty nice. I was there 15 years ago, maybe, for like an hour. So I don't really, I mean, I've ridden by it a bunch, but I don't really know. There were, there were cars in the Redwood show that I went to that building for the press release of. That's, that's pretty fun. That makes me feel really old. I have only ever gone to that building for bikes. Oh, I've okay. never been there for car stuff. So Radwood, for those that don't know, it's a themed car show where any car that was, I guess, available or built between January 1st, 1980 through December 31st, 1999 is eligible. So it's anything from the 80s and 90s. Is, is there anything like do people listen to you? Who don't know what Radwood is? You could have just stopped. Do people listen to you? And the answer, <laughs> honestly, is maybe. There, 
there is, I'm there just is, wondering if there's any overlap between the people who haven't heard of Radwood. My mom's never heard of Radwood. See, this oh, is for okay. Ryan's and mom. She listens. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Ryan's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 so, and for the record, this time, the glass, the clinking that you're hearing, it's not me. No. No, for, yeah, that. Yeah. For once. That's my scotch. My right mom's there. always like, hey, I hear you drinking. <laughs> well, should we? That's do we part need... of the show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why it's on Grown Up. Right. Do we need to introduce Dave officially? No. As what? As one of my oldest Sarah, and dearest accessory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or was it the veritable badass? No. What was the verifiable? Verifiable, verifiable badass. Badass. Yeah. There are pictures of Dave hanging in this room. Shirtless? <laughs> That's true. No, not shirtless. I don't think so. Oh, Unless the, we both the rally. Yeah. Under, under yeah. the Nomex, there's probably no shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a hair teeny. Yeah. yeah. Aren't we all naked under our clothes? I mean, it's We're kind all of naked a... under our Nomex. Yeah. Dave and I spent uh, enough time in race cars together. That's that's all we'll say about that. I have uh, parked you in trees. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We've yelled at each other. Always. Always <laughs> land on the co-driver's side. That's my strategy. <laughs> Tell yes. us how you ended up going to press events at Honda. Oh yeah. Tell us that part. There so, was. So one of us is running the show. It's yeah. <laughs> She wants to know the story. That's why she's asking the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> so uh, it used to be that you know when you wanted to get information, you went over uh, next to your toilet, and there were these um, collections of paper with words on them that we called magazines. No, <laughs> like, they had pictures sometimes, and there were pictures. Yep, pictures I remember of words. That. Yep. In, yeah, on paper. Sometimes was, in color. Yeah, it was it was like an internet. Um, <laughs> but printed, yeah, <laughs> with no link. It's like a paper internet, yeah. Your yeah. Wi-Fi could be down and you could still read, right? Yeah, and load the next page. Well, actually, Wi-Fi was how we knew magazines were going to die because then you could read on the toilet, right? right? As soon as that happened, until you didn't need the then material. you had to, you couldn't, yeah, the, like that was that's the reading place. Yeah, and basically, we were completely safe from the internet until <laughs> Wi-Fi came along. Yeah, because of Dave, the Fast and Furious. Film trilogy, whatever you want to call it, exists. I mean, Dave. Nineagy. Yes, yeah, the Nineagy, the Tenagy. Um, I wish I could take credit for that because then I would get some royalties. We were kind of uh, all of us at Sport Compact Car, which is the worst name for a magazine ever. Well, it we describes that, that the they were sporty, it they was, were compact, was, and they were cars. It was factual. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just a literal description of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It was right. fine. Yep. Yeah. Printed words on paper. It's about small cars. That was right. the name of our magazine. <laughs> well, I mean, look at, look at the other names for at the time. You had Lowrider, which fit the title. You had Mini Trucking. I mean, they were Turbo. Pretty, yeah, Import Tuner. Yeah, D-sport. Import Tuner. Yep. D Sport. Yeah. Well, min, what mini, is mini Trucking. Actually, Sport Compact Car was a spinoff of Mini Trucking. What? Yeah. So Trucking Magazine was kind I of didn't the, know that. the king moneymaker of... Peterson. Of, uh, it wasn't Peterson. Actually, no, it was, no, no. So uh, that company changed names like at least four times like while EMAP I was there. And the, it, Prime was Media. Prime Media. it was McMullen and Yee. It was McMullen and Yee. Then it was McMullen Argus. Argus. Then it was KKK. And then they decided maybe that's a bad that's idea. That's a terrible name for uh, anything, I it think, turns I out. It might have been K3, but who knows the difference? So they, uh, they figured out shortly yeah. that that was a bad plan. Right. So they rebranded as a Republican magazine. <laughs> 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 um, I can't even remember all the rest of the names. Primedia? Primedia. Yeah, Primedia. Yeah. I wrote for them when it was Primedia because I wrote for Car Audio Electronics Magazine back in the day. Oh, okay. So I remember going to the Primedia offices that were right down the street from Angel Stadium. That's where I went into the, the in the offices and the studios. So. I didn't write. I just conned my way into articles. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? I just married the writer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, Dave wasn't just the writer, though. I mean, he, you had a following for your... your 
you're engineering you're how like to- You're like pre-social media before social media. Actually, I, somebody at Radwood today walked up to me. It's like, oh, I'm a big fan of yours. And I just had to wait because I didn't know why. Right. Right. And, and, and it turned out it was, it was for- uh, the videos I do on Moto Man explain. <laughs> like, okay. I was say, yeah. where so, not for the stuff you want to be a like fan. Like, that guy of. seemed too young to know what a magazine was. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, because <laughs> I was first started dating, he would still get recognized as being in Sport Compact Car. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Was, is, was it your headshot that was people were recognizing you from or were you actually in the articles depicted so many times cuz i don't remember well i had a i had a monthly column that right. had my headshot okay um but there were a lot of stuff that were you were there were was, pictures yeah, of because I was you're on doing the cover right. 80% of the time right. because i'm driving the car right. trying not to look at the camera yeah. yeah i mean i've been in it me too yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's happened oh yeah. i'm left out <laughs> it it is weird though when you're somewhere and it, i mean it hasn't happened for me in years but when you're somewhere and somebody's like I know you, mm. and like, oh yeah, you're on whatever you. I saw you in this video, or I'm like, yeah, cool. Who are you? Well, <laughs> I I have the problem that I can't remember anything. What? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. Uh, and so I don't remember. Like everybody walks up to me and knows me, and I don't know if it's because they know me from the magazine. I shouldn't know them, or they're my cousin. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you still have like a collection of all the magazines that you were in? Yeah, I've pared it down to one copy of each. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I've got uh, pretty much. There's one or two missing, but I've got pretty much everything, which is you know a big. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. four feet wide of just solid magazines. From, I think from I have like September or October of '97. Oh wow! Until sometime into well, till the last issue of Sport Compact Car, which was I don't know, though five or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. Oh wow, yeah. that's a pretty good run. I have the oh god, what was the shootout? Man, I've got I've got Ultimate a couple Street left. Car yeah, it was Challenge. like Ultimate Street Car. There was one that we did together. It was in that. So I have a copy of that. I've got like some random ra- the ones where we were where you're riding with the rally car. So we're in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple, like, I have a few, but I threw away so much stuff. I recently pared down all my, like, Subaru stuff. Yeah. To, to make room Almost more. nothing. And there's, like, there's a pile of jackets sitting right here that I'm actually shipping to Jamie because I don't want them. <laughs> like, I know she'll take them. Oh, I sold a Subaru Rally fleece that Dave got, I don't know, 20 years ago on my Instagram it stories. Sold in, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah I saw that. <laughs> I have, like, Hashtag one. Hashtag was, like, vintage Subaru or something. Yeah. This black one that's, like, a golf pullover is literally the jacket that was the giveaway for the WRX launch. Oh, nice. Ooh. Like, I have... <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of somebody running into a microphone. Yeah, so I have all Sarah's microphone phone. doesn't have this cool little the coffee pop filter in front yeah. of it, so yeah. she just smacked it with her face. <laughs> And if, if this episode happens to sound weird, we don't care. This yeah. is the first time we're using this setup, and we'll figure it out. Sorry, Ryan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She probably is going to be so upset. I don't think my mom knows how to listen to podcasts. So. Yeah, that's funny. But I'm it, safe. But it's like talking about Radwood, right? Like, So we, we kind of talked about this before, but there's been so much stuff coming back now. Like a lot of events. This weekend, there's Radwood. Uh, you've got LA Auto Show. Uh, international motorcycle show is happening right now. There's like live music. All this stuff is coming back, and these weekends are starting to get packed. And it's interesting because this is like, uh, is it that this is now just time because regulations or whatever 
rules, I guess, are relaxing, or is it because they there's pent up demand? Like it's interesting they're all stacking all this stuff. Yeah, yeah probably. It's, it's that cliched phrase, the new normal. People are just kind of tired of this thing dragging on and on. Because even if you look at the numbers, it's not like the case no, count works, is right? lower. It's yeah. it's higher than it was the same time last year, and we were losing our minds last year. So yeah, now we're just used to everyone dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, we just, just accepted it. Yeah. it. You will die, and we'll be fine. It's right. kind of along those lines because you know that if you're vaccinated, you have a 98 percent chance of being completely fine. It's everybody Maybe. else that chooses not to be. That's right. kind of the problem. Yeah, but it is interesting. I mean, still, there's just so much now, and like even just looking at, I guess, automotive related or or transportation related stuff. There's three events this weekend. How do right. you go to like? Do you go to all three of them? I'm not going to any of them. There's four because there's more than going that. to another one, right? What, what else is going on? Oh, there's just there's purist group. Oh, oh yeah, but those, like, those are like group things. But are those normal? Are those normal things, or is that like a special? This like, is only happening once every whatever. Or is it an every weekend? Is it the purest? It's oh, not yeah. every weekend. Oh, got it. Okay. Is that the toy drive? No, the toy drive, I think, was today. Oh, okay. And then there's another drive tomorrow at the barracks. And I oh. think it's to collect stuff for the homeless. and like. What's the barracks? It's a super private indoor skate park. Never um, heard of it. It's, it's yeah. like invite, invite only. It must be super private because right. homeless people might want to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere it's in Los Angeles. Space. Grayson wants to go skate inside oh, yeah. in a private place. For sure. Yeah. I've heard you have to have won some sort of major skateboarding competition to even get invited. Oh, I'm totally in there. To go skate in there. So I was so like, good at Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. That <laughs> <laughs> seems like such an odd venue to to build all this thing because it's not cheap. You know, right. real estate prices aren't cheap in Southern California. So to have this big thing to make it ultra exclusive just to a few skateboarders. Maybe it's maybe, maybe Rob Deirdrick owns it. Maybe. It's and that maybe. dude that dude's a hustler. It's two guys and Barracks is a combination of their names. Like one guy is oh. Eric something and another is Bob. Barry something some, yeah. something Baron or Bear I don't know. So it's Barracks. Baron okay. Okay. Eric. Yeah, I, I would you say Barracks and I envision like a military where, yeah, housing exactly. like B A R R A C K S. Yes. It's B E R R I C S. Oh, my bad. Oh. My bad. It's like a pun. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to get back to Radwood, Radwood. before I forget yeah. what happened. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking um, about Radwood. I, I think we need everyone who isn't Ryan yeah. um, <laughs> needs, to, needs to tell us what their favorite car was there. Cause, um, Actually, I do I, have a favorite car jealous. because I saw it on the internet. What's that? There was a Toyota pickup with a really rad livery on it. Wait, what? The yellow one? No, it was black pickup with the cool, like, old-school TRD stripes on it. Oh, yeah. There, yeah I didn't see that. There was Honestly, that. I liked it because I liked it. I'm, the I'm, only I'm, black one I saw was the Back to the, the Future. Future. Yeah, it had the Stadler Toyota uh, banner hanging off it, and it was parked next to a DeLorean. That's and, derivative. Yeah, but it, it's kind of fun when you see it. You're just like, oh. Is it kind of jerky to be like, don't care, derivative? No, nah, whatever. Bit. A little I, bit, though. Yeah, but I, I, it's it's clean the guy's faithful with it because I've seen it, what, a couple weeks ago at JCCS, the Japanese Classic Car Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that truck was there. I sent you the picture of the one I saw that was the rep or whatever, replica or tribute or whatever, like getting on the freeway on the back of a flatbed one day. So it was like basically watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. How did it end? I don't know what... <laughs> if I, I don't know. Pick, I passed him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what I would pick as my favorite vehicle from the show. There was a lot of stuff where you just... It's... Not so much that you don't see these cars, because in Southern California, a lot of these are still on the road, but it's just seeing them in such pristine condition. Yeah. Like, there was a super clean red MR2, like, just fabulously clean, that it was just, like, amazing 
that it was in the condition that it was in, given that it was, you know, from 1986 kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. There, there was, surprisingly, there was, only, there was one B13 Nissan Sentra SER. Yes. Which is a car that both Sarah and the I black had one. when we met. Yeah. Um, and I had a black one with exactly the same wheels that were on that one. Oh, wow. It's fun. Like, those things were so cool when they were new, and they have vanished. You just, you don't... Yeah, they, they really all. have gone. But yeah. they were always Chuck a sleeper, one. though, because it wasn't like it was super flashy. It had, like, a deck spoiler. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. they were, they were it, understated. Yeah. Everybody wanted a Civic Si. Nobody cared yeah. about SERs. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a, uh, not Radwood era, but I saw an SER Spec V mm. in that weird blue that we had. Right. Recently. Like, so within Ryan, the last couple of years. Ryan and I rallied an SER Spec V. Right. Um, and it was fun. It was a really, yeah, it, was it was really, really good, fun. It was a really good rally car. We were competitive. Yeah. yeah. As you, you don't give you a piece of wood with a picture of your car on it if you're not competitive, That's right? <laughs> Does we, it yours say we, participation we trophy at the no. bottom? Though? We won the CRS championship <laughs> with Twice. a blown head gasket. Yeah. Um, where we started the season with a blown head gasket and just raced the whole season with a blown head gasket. Yeah. <laughs> we put the we put the suspension through the hood. And still won that stage. Did you just run thicker oil, or what no? Was what we did is um, it would only it would it would lose coolant in the, into the combustion chamber only when it was really hot and being hammered on, and then when it cooled, cooled back off. down, it would stop. Right. And so what we did is I took a, a garden sprayer, <laughs> and and we would pump it up to a higher pressure than the oil cap. Yeah. Uh, sorry, than the radiator cap. Um, and we had an air tool fitting that we put into the upper radiator hose. And that was easier and than so, fixing the head gasket. Yes. yes. <laughs> Much easier. A, a garden sprayer and a couple of hose clamps was yeah. definitely easier. And we, uh, we had put, if you, if you think about the amount of work that went into that car, right? Like it had Jackson racing stuff on it. Like the counterbalance was gone. The, 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 uh, the balance shafts were That was all gone. Yeah. Like the, we put, there well, was no way to go back into it. Yeah. Well, no, it was. For a, the record, Dave is wearing a Jackson racing t-shirt. I, I just of, noticed that. my awesome. Redwood attire. Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I have an original. That was the other part that it's was It's a fun. reprint of the original Jackson racing. Perfect. Logo. So it wasn't so much that the cars were cool. It was seeing people's fashion because yeah. this is a show that you dress up from yeah. the 80s and 90s. And so that was more fun was the people watching. How many people dress up as like punk rocks there was a couple there was a couple there was a couple like a like 80s metal like leather jacket bandana big hair yeah there was some there, big hair there was a That's lot cool. more of the fluorescent colored stuff kind of more the, actually was in the 80s what's that called the, Where solo, you did the, the, the dancing solo cup stuff. and the binkies and yeah. the that sort jazzercise of. yes like that thing well it was the jazz cup print the the yeah the oh yeah, yeah solo yeah. cup yeah. right was it solo cup yeah solo cup it might have been, yeah, like the paper cups yeah. or something like that, but yeah, it yeah, was a jazz teal, pattern. the teal with I'm the I'm thinking the squiggly. thigh master lady. There was several women wearing exercise, like yeah, leotards. Yeah, like yes. jazzercise. Isn't that they, what it was called? I guess. Yeah, there was a jazzercise thing. Thank you. Yeah, so there was there was a lot of that going I'm on. I'm just going to so keep that, saying that was, somebody <laughs> says yes. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge me, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so wait. Fa- back to favorite cars. Wait, wait. We got we to gotta finish my head gasket. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay so I, I woke really quick though, so that if anybody is listening right now, uh, this is what happens when you put Dave and I in a room. Their stories take four times as long, and there's eight in between. Right. right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I just want to make sure everybody understands that's, that. That's normal. So if you want to turn this off, so I just want to, the, the whole idea of uh, pumping coolant into the, a, hot, a hot engine uh, while it's still running or while it's still pressurized so that you can keep going with a blown head gasket. That idea came from like the 
the chief mechanic at Peter Cunningham's uh, race team. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah, because yeah. I um, so Peter Cunningham was always running at Acura right. um, uh, for the longest time, and then it, there was one brief period where he was still running the Acura team, and he simultaneously got a contract from Nissan to run a SER Spec V. Oh, wow. in World Challenge. That was um, like the year before, right? That was just before we started right. rallying, or, yeah. or around the. I think I think it was. I think we had already. Started it might rallying. have been simultaneously. Yeah, I think it was simultaneous. That's why I had to. I yeah, had he this learned this before guy. we needed it. Well, he didn't do it. Um, I was talking with the mechanic about our, about our problem of, you know, oh, okay. the, right. the, the head gasket seals itself back up, but the problem is we lose coolant and there isn't enough time between stages right. to cool the thing off enough to take the radiator cap off and put water in right. it. And he's the one that came up with the idea of that garden sprayer. And I didn't know this. Yeah. I thought it was your idea. <laughs> I thought you were smart. No, I'm not, not smart. I Dave's not not smart, smart but not everything is his idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave, Dave is the king of the low-buck modification. So like, I have continually, since this guy told me about the garden sprayer idea, I have had a garden sprayer to pressurize some race car or another. Which makes total the sense. The entire time since then. Because our lemons right. car, which has done 60s. How many races? 68? Almost 16. I don't think it's done 60 50, quite yet. 58, 58 or 59. 58 12 races. races that uses the exact same garden sprayer that we used to carry in our rally car. No way. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but that, the thing that was fun about the SCR, that it was like, it was hillbilly rally in a lot of ways. Like, we just, uh, whatever. We don't have the money and the resources. Yeah, we had no money at all. No. Well, we had... Well, we had, we, I mean, had the, we didn't have no money. Everything. We had the magazine. That sweet, sweet right. magazine. Us money. We had the magazine. We had a tire sponsor. Yeah. We had a part sponsor. Yeah, Falcon, Falcon gave us rally tires yeah. for that. Nissan obviously came through. Nissan gave us the car. My, I paid fifty cents. Was it a oh a dollar <laughs> it was, car? It was, it was a, a dollar, dollar car. car. Yeah. yeah. When I started working at Mazda, I gave them back the dollar car and it ended up turning into a road race car. I think it's still racing. I would love to know where it is now and what it looks like and to see it and say, oh yeah, that part, these parts were still our stuff, right? And what else is like left that would be really cool to just touch that thing again yeah it's probably yeah. down in tennessee somewhere if nissan still has anything to do with it no it got sold no it's uh, somebody it's but a, how it's did a, they sell it was a dollar car they sold it to somebody else who was road racing it. Yeah. Well, no, it was somebody at nissan motorsports who was racing it has yeah because you can't yeah. register it's it like if it doesn't have a, no they they kept it in the race family kind of thing interesting yeah if but, you look yeah, at the current. dave coleman tag on instagram i Uh-oh. think it actually got tagged oh really, oh, really? yeah like recently it was a couple years ago. It's a good thing I don't understand how tags work. <laughs> no, you go to you get, you go and you find a younger person and you ask him what to do. Yeah, right. yeah. That's me. How, That's how me. do I find my car? Yeah, Wait, I'm we older ask than your you, wife. Aren't I? You, I don't know. I, I turn forty two next month. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you older than me? Yeah. No. Right, you guys keep talking about. Wait, cars are you the, are you the youngest one here? I might be. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm usually. That's usually the case in my case because. Like, even in high school, like I skipped a grade when I was yeah. really young, so I graduated high school at the age of 17. Okay, Sidetracker mm. left, so we can talk about favorite cars. What? <laughs> oh, he's back oh, he's already. Back. Damn it. So what What was your favorite car, Matthew? I don't know if I actually had one. Like, there was well, a- just Okay, then pick a, this one nailed me in a way that, the, uh, and I wasn't there, but I have, I have, I know I said the Toyota, and I'm actually really There was a bunch opinion. of big body Benzes. That was part oh, of yeah. a, like a shop. And yeah. And so they, one of them had like a gullwing conversion. They, one was like a, a like a, stack headlight big bodies. 
uh, not stacked. Oh no, that would have been sixties. Yeah, seventies. Sorry. So these were all eighties, like uh, like the SECs, the SDLs, yeah, big yeah, yeah. body Benzes. One of them was all white, cocaine white interior with gold wing doors on it. That's kind of cool, actually. Um, so that shop they brought, they had like their whole own aisle with a bunch of like Benzes and stuff. That was pretty cool. There was one that was black on black that had a, like a really nice like Darth Vader kind of look to it. That I've Dr. seen before Evil car with a Doctor Evil license plate. And so that one was cool, but I've seen it before. Mm. You know, it's it's one of those things where I've seen it at local shows or whatever. But but a lot of these like these things that show up local are local and they're local, right? right? So they're just there all the time. Yeah, or you'll see them at other events or you right. see them around. So it, right. those were were the Mercedes. I think were the most fun in, in terms of like the period correct kind of fun because it was the kind of tacky aftermarket mods that you would do in the eighties and nineties. And they just preserved them all the way till now. Well, that like that picture I showed you of the well, which isn't necessarily tacky, but I sent you that picture of the audio in that Porsche. Yes, that's that old school Kenwood 1980s, like yeah, yeah e- manual EQ stack three in the glove box was freaking <laughs> awesome. Like that was, I remember when that was a thing that you pined for, right? Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. I need that, that in my car. Yeah, yeah. Like there I was need a, a manual equalizer. I gotta have, make that look curve. Right. Yep. I gotta make the curve, and it's gotta look exactly like my stereo I have at home. Yeah. There, there was a Suzuki Sidekick that was pretty dope, and it was just because it was totally period correct. It was, it was slammed. It had the custom airbrush paint job, like multicolored, yeah, cool. with a big. It had. Old school JBL audio system it had four tens in the in the rear. Was it actual car- vintage audio? Oh yeah, These, those subs were you know easily twenty five plus years. How old. does that stuff survive though? Because those subs dry out. Yeah, I I, I don't know. You they can just refurbish don't those things. I you think. can. Yeah, you can get ripped. But yeah, do they look right? surround? Yeah, they that's look pretty they cool. Look good. Yeah, that's the, awesome. The dust caps were a little faded, like with the JBL logos, right, but right. it had the the chrome ultra brand rims that were all deep dished. It had just everything was era correct, and that was just kind of fun because That's it's super cool. It's a Suzuki Samurai. It's not like <laughs> it's a supercar by any means. No, but, but it's it a just, very capable off-road machine until you slam it. In which case, it becomes a party machine. <laughs> That's what mini trucking was all about. It oh, was yeah. like you, you know, you didn't take you took the practicality out of the truck when you made the bed dance. But right. and that was one thing I did wish I did saw more of. There wasn't really a whole lot of slammed mini trucks with the dancing beds or some of that obnoxious kind of. 80s and 90s customizing that wasn't really representative of the show, but overall, but that it, should be there. It should be, and, it it, has, and we're in the right market for that. Right? It's, like it's all that stuff should come from past. here. Okay, it's, it's been, but I mean, this is the first Radwood they've had in Southern California since 2019. So mm. it's, it's oh wow, really? Yeah, they didn't run one last year. That's why. And so, big. where was the last one you went to? Like, wasn't it? I missed 2019 because I was in Europe for my 40th. Oh, okay. So the one before that was 2018 at the Peterson Automotive Museum. Oh, that's right. I remember so, you and Grayson went and dressed up. Yep, we yep, had matching okay. Zubas, yeah, yeah. zebra striped pants, and huh? There's one at Sonoma a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. they oh, have them all over the yeah. place now. There's like an East Coast one. There's one in Austin, and they had one at Sonoma during the Lemons race. But it was kind of a rainy, muddy. There's a rat everywhere. Yeah. Was this your first yeah. Radwood? Yeah. Well, we no, we. I mean, we we sort of saw the Sonoma one because we were racing at Sonoma, and then we kind of looked up there and they looked some old cars, and we wandered up there at one point. Okay. We didn't really go. It's not the event that it is here. No, yes. it's a big. It's a big thing. It was a big thing. I mean, I I don't even know how many cars showed up. I'd probably say six hundred. Sure, that's a number. I mean, I mean, it was big. It was big. It kept going and going. Yeah. <laughs> there, it was it was unclear at certain points what was parking and what was show. 
Right. Which because, is always like, that, that's one of the coolest things about a lot of those shows is the people that just show up versus the people that exhibit. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is always kind of fun. But, well, so Sarah, what was your favorite car? You have to pick one. Uno. I can never pick a favorite. Pick two. Was it a Z? <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't see I didn't Z's. see any Zs. No, yeah. I think there was one Z32 at the end of the, sort of the extra parking. show parking, oh, but I, I, I didn't see it up close either. I think my favorite was the green Mercedes wagon with the green interior. That was interior. super cool. That yeah. one was the, clean. The W123. The yeah. Oh, yes. In the back, I mean. It, it was perfect condition, and it had a quarter million miles on it. What? Yeah. Well, that is rad. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Radwood. Oh, my it, God. Uh, I did it. Yes. <laughs> I did it. I'm sure I would absolutely hate driving that thing, but. You got to relax to drive that car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is not a. That's just a. Not I'm going to get there when I get there. It's mm-hmm. a cruiser. Yeah. It'll be It'll be fine. My dad had a, a fleet of diesel Benzes from that era, and it's not a fast car. No. no. There are a couple diesel turbo Benzes in the neighborhood, and every there's a stack headlight one, so an older one. Yeah. But there's a couple of them just like. I want every single one of you. The weirdest there's feature. Nothing, there's nothing amazing other than they're beautiful. Yeah. The, the weirdest thing I, and I realized from my dad owning one was the accelerator pedal, the the throttle linkages, it passes through the, um, into the fire, or through the firewall into the engine compartment, actually has a rubber block to dampen the vibration. And so one time I was driving on it, I had the, the pedal mashed, yeah. and it was slowing down, and I couldn't go any faster, and I couldn't figure out what it would oh, happen. backing you off? The the rubber had sheared, so the metal oh, no. was, the pedal arm was moving, but because the, the metal, the rubber had sheared, it wasn't transferring the the, the acceleration, the, right, the pedal right. force, to the engine. Yeah. And so I had to replace the part, but it was the weirdest thing. But it was thing. very smooth. At least, at least <laughs> yeah, it was very smooth as yeah, I was slowing yeah, down that's, that's unexpectedly. The thing. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to go back on my, I know I didn't go to the show, but I think uh, Brian's Ferrari is my favorite car that was there. Uh, oh, good yeah. point. That good point. Good. Because. This is Brian's questionable decisions yes. on Instagram. So right? on Instagram, Brian's questionable decisions, he took a Ferrari 308 and went to the Arctic Ocean, which I'm, I'm for. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. I know how hard that is on two wheels to let alone do it on four in a ferrari 308 i think it is, might be harder on two wheels to be honest I, i'm gonna be honest with you no no what what no that was like a doorbell. sound yeah. effect was that uh, really that, that the was doorbell? actually that was an actual doorbell okay you you keep talking let's go find out what kind of pizza i have to find got. out what's going on <laughs> <laughs> it'll be somebody trying to pitch their religion on you you're yeah, gonna right. regret opening the door have you, you heard of our lord and savior Jesus <laughs> so i just want to say how uh what a perfect fit sarah and i are because i had two cars in my head uh, as favorite car and one of them was that mercedes <laughs> oh, what was the other one? This is why we're dangerous, actually. That's why we have eight cars. Yeah. It's because neither of us will talk the other one out of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um, SCR really yeah. made me want, miss my SCR, though, I will the say. The SCR was cool, but it wasn't, like, since we both lived that life already, it wasn't that. that wrong wrong door? It was cool. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was uh, a delivery person, and they said nobody put the apartment number on the thing. So I'm just going to knock on all the doors. Yeah, but I think it's one of the girls downstairs. Mm. It's from Sephora, and it was addressed to a Sarah. I guess I should have signed for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You should have sent Sarah, Sarah out. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you re- do you really need uh, Sephora stuff? I don't wear much, much makeup, so I probably <laughs> I wouldn't have it. used it. But <laughs> we could have had a makeup party. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? 
Uh, well, just a little love fest between me and Sarah. Yeah, they were talking about why they're so perfect together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it was, when you it say was missed really, it. It was really gross. You, so, you're yeah. fine. They, so, um, so I missed nothing. They, yeah, they nothing. held hands <laughs> and they gazed into each other's eyes and then said that they both loved the Mercedes equally. I keep yeah. saying, like, can you just do this when I'm not around? And I just... <laughs> And the one the time they did it when I'm not around, it, I missed it. So, so I, I think my my one of my top cars. I can't I can't pick one, but um, there was a original owner base model Subaru XT. Oh yes, the guy had a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so a, his, his wife. Yeah. His wife bought cool. that car new. Oh no way. Yeah. Um, Drove her for a while and apparently uh, gave it to her sister, and then her sister neglected it and it <laughs> fell apart. It back. How many miles have on that? They had just recently kind of rest- home restored it. Yeah, it looked like they painted it in a barn, but it, whatever. It's yeah, fine. who cares? Yeah, right? yeah. So, but I mean, it was like black bumpers, um, one eighty five seventy fourteen tires. Like an original <laughs> thirteen. 13. 13. Yeah, it had to be thirteen. Yeah, blue and gold license yes. plate. Non turbo steel wheels with the little chrome snap on. Was it the little non turbo like? Oh yeah, I think it was six. probably front wheel drive. Wow. Yeah, those are rare. Yeah, because that was not was, a car. It was, it was a manual transmission, front wheel drive, thirteen inch steel they wheel. They did not make many of those cars XT. at all. That is cool. Yeah, and yeah. that car is so weird when you just the, the more you zoom in on it the more french it is yes right it's like they were really trying to see if they could be as weird as renault yeah. we had an xt shop car that was an all-wheel drive turbo uh-huh and we just clamped the uh wastegate line oh sure because we need a boost yeah. obviously yeah obviously. and that thing we could beat the crap out of that car and it didn't care there were and it was the dumbest it's such a weird look not dumbest it's a weird looking car and it's to your point yeah. the more you it's look so at it wedgy it's a but wedge. it's awesome yeah and it's it's a good wedge because mm-hmm. a lot of wedges are very long disproportionate long oh, yeah. i guess once you kind of get into and you look at a lot of wedge cars they they make sense from far away they make sense in in portions but if you get close enough to them they just fall apart when did that car come out oh god 84 283 so it is such a pure 70s wedge design oh 100 yeah that it I'm is just, like it, it's just out of time it kind of looks like a stratos stop it i was just gonna say it's no stratos <laughs> <laughs> just buy one put a kid on it just to get right like do you do that to offend me we should we should make all right i i, all right, I was already saying i wanted to put a debris powertrain into a into one of those uh-huh. NXT. Uh, oh, an XT. Oh, into okay. an XT. While, yeah, yeah. while we're at it, yeah. let's do an Alitalia paint job. <laughs> I know nobody can see my face right now because this isn't like, hmm. It doesn't I, hmm. look like this, the Rally Stratos. It looks like the Stratos Zero more than the actual. Yeah, I will yeah, give you that. Right, I will yeah, give yeah. you that. The, proportion, the proportions are a little bit closer to that, but still mildly triggered. <laughs> that was my goal. You're gonna put a warning on this podcast, aren't yeah. You? yeah. Mission yeah. accomplished. Some asshole talks about a car nobody gives a fuck about. The, the funny thing is, I saw the XT. I walked by, and then I walked down another aisle, and then I ended up seeing the couple that had their black T-shirts with the XT, yeah, uh, little icon on it. And then I ended up walking back around. Then I see them back at the car. Then I put two and two together, and I was like, right. "Oh, that's theirs." We did a GL STI conversion for a customer. That was a stupid car. GL like like that same generation of yeah Subaru, GL wagon like before they had model names. Yeah, yeah. GL wagons <laughs> with an STI drivetrain. Wow. What? A, first off, that sounds like a great idea. By the way, <laughs> no. Okay. In in all reality, is an amazing idea because it's super light, right? Yeah, it doesn't weigh anything, yeah. and it's three hundred and twenty-seven or whatever horsepower it was. Sure. All-wheel drive, brutal. 
Because remember, the first STI was, or for the, excuse me, the first US STI was brutal. As far as, I mean, it was not a fun car to drive. Right, but that was just 2.5 turbo. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. not a fun car to drive, not well suspended. Understeer. As far as like, yeah. Yes. Tuned for the wrong gas. Right, but would do axis spins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Uh, but that car, we did that conversion, that was I was like, dude, this is going to cost you eight times what the thing's going to be worth. I don't care. Who yeah. was the paying? Was an actual just paying customer? Or was yes. this like a... Yeah, well, maybe that guy's really smart. I mean, Radwood now is probably worth what he paid for. it. Uh, maybe, but if I don't he think he has it anymore. Up yet. No, I got... He sold it to somebody that wrapped it around tree. Sure, of oh. course. That's, yeah. how, that's how it works. It was a six-figure build almost. No. Aww. No, I wish it was. <laughs> of, no, we, we have we, five microphones if it was. Yeah. No, I mean, it was... No, honestly, it was, it was a thing where, like, we... He came to me. I had built another car for him. He came to me. He was like, "Can you do this?" I was like, "I don't." Yeah, that's Can, a weird. Yeah, that's a weird should. question. Can you afford it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you want to? And he's like, "No, I really want to." So we put this thing together. How long did it take? Uh, like six months. I mean, that's equally as stupid as my idea. Which one is it? Oh. Uh, they, doing that to an XT. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the results a little bit cooler. In my I case. always wanted an SVX. Yeah. Yeah, there was two. Oh, of those are cool, but have you ever driven I, one? No, I'm no, they're, sure they're, they're awful. I have, and they're terrible. That's why I wanted. Yes. That's why I wanted an SVX, and then you do all the stuff that you should okay. do to one, which is to put an STI transmission. Here's my it, question, though. And then two turbos on an EJ22. No, or thir- no, what? no, it's not 22. What the hell is that engine? It's EJ. It's an EJ30. Two seven or no, it's 30. A, it's a 30. It's a 30. Yeah, it's an EJ30. So yeah. it's it's just two more cylinders of an EJ20. Exactly. Like it's, it's it should be a good motor with the right number of turbos. And zero is not the right number. But it's not, it turns out. <laughs> Have you tried also, this? No. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's turbocharged. No, that's not true. There, there is a twin turbo. Ver- somebody twin turbo that motor. And right. it, it was, But it was one of those shops that was like the people that you laughed at back in the day right, because right. they didn't know, they just bolted shit on it the stuff. It seems like somebody that knows what they're doing. Could make it work. Right. It seems yeah. like you, you put the right... The problem is there is not a Subaru transmission that's not made of glass. Okay, here's my... That's... I would respectfully disagree with that. Oh, really? Those CVTs are we bulletproof. Did, no. <laughs> we, put, we put 400 wheel horsepower through a stock five-speed on, on a WRX and didn't blow it up. Yeah, but did you do anything For how long, long with though? it? Yes. 400 horsepower is not enough these days. No, I understand that. But back then, oh, that was a lot. Thrown. Yeah, that was, <laughs> but back then, I was like, so here's my, here's my question, though. Would you rather STI drivetrain an XT or... And I would rather do it this way, just because I will. This is gonna piss people off. Not ST anybody drive listening. Train and STI. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, that's actually that's hilarious. Subaru. No, no, no. Uh, Delorean. Uh. Did you see that Delorean? St- and STI Delorean would be a fucking riot. But did you see the one that sold on Bring it's a Trailer? A ter- it's another terrible well, car for $250,000. It's got a Kia Stinger drivetrain in it, and it sold in for a, a quarter million. Yeah. Yes. It hauled ass, and it sold for more than a All quarter right. million dollars. I think the engine that needs to go into DeLorean to match the weirdness of the DeLorean itself is a rotary. I dude, that would be is that does appropriately have, is, weird. Has anybody done that? No. How heavy is a DeLorean though? It's got. A I don't. Know. They're actually not that heavy. They're except really they're twice weird, as heavy as you think they are. They're a really That's weird mix of bad like. ideas. They're what? Right? They're a weird mix of good and. But, bad and they're ideas. also built. Or were built in a shed in Ireland by drunks. Right. I feel like but this is a got, car that needs torque, it's which a rotary does not <laughs> offer. No, it actually, I don't think it does. It just needs weirdness. Yeah, I think I once think. you get that thing moving, it's fine. It's because it's got a, the most terrible version of that weird PRV V6. Yes. Right. Which was big and heavy. And it had no a whopping like 128 horsepower. It right, was right. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was hanging huge, out in the wrong right. end of the car. Um, but it, 
Colin Chapman touched it, so it might be good. It I don't handles know. like I, a I lotus? don't think he touched it in the wrong place. Like he, <laughs> it, he, he, Colin Chapman touched it in the version of "Show Me on the Doll." Right. right? <laughs> Bad touch. Yeah. Don't. No. No. Yeah. That, but the DeLorean is arguably one of the best looking cars of all time. And they there are, were several there. Yeah, they are at, cool at looking cars. There's yeah, I mean, a DeLorean on Ryan's wall. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a movie DeLorean. Yeah, See, but that's a, still a DeLorean. Thing, like, like the pure, like I knew about DeLoreans before it was in a movie, and I knew about them after it was in a movie. When you've got all this, the, yeah, the, the time machine crap on my it. when I was, I had to be. Uh, it was pre third grade, so whatever that works. Second grade. Yeah, no, but I'm saying it was, it, was, it was third grade or before because we moved out of this house when I left third grade. So 86, somewhere around there. Whatever yeah. it was. I remember my neighbor's brother came over to visit. He wasn't like, he's older and moved out and he had just bought a brand new DeLorean. And I remember looking like, holy fuck. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. That's for, baller, for right? Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? I remember seeing him like this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. And he opened the door. There might have well been a smog machine <laughs> and, like, or a smoke machine, whatever. And he just came out like freaking dressed. I was like, oh, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Did he and come I'm out like, wearing like a white linen suit or something? Like I dropped my freaking Nintendo controller. I was playing <laughs> Zelda. I dropped that thing and just jaw hit the floor. It's that a cool was, looking car. That I was mean, amazing. Yeah. When, when judged against this, the the uh, sort of the measure of like a Bricklin. It's yeah. a really amazing execution yeah. of a Bricklin. Yes. Yeah. It's much better than a Bricklin. It is. There are six people that know what that is. <laughs> it's like an uglier, smaller DeLorean. Right. But, but, it's, it. but it's like such a parallel story. Right. Of just a complete oh, yeah. lunatic. Making conning, a car, yeah. Conning a country into building a factory to build a terrible car. Yeah. <laughs> exactly I, the same thing happened. And I guess the tight round is the weirdest thing that I know about Bricklin is that Malcolm Bricklin is friends with Jacob on Instagram on LinkedIn, it always, really? and what? always wishes Jacob I have a lot more respect a, for Jacob Brown now. Jacob Brown, <laughs> yeah, and wishes him a birthday every year on his birthday. That's crazy. Jacob Brown, you are a baller. In my yeah, that's family. pretty rad, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's how did he? How respect. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Okay, know. so Jacob, if if you're listening, which you better be, you're one of six, uh, and you come on, like we need to talk about this. Yes. How do you know? Do all of your listeners get to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're here. <laughs> I listen. Oh, 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 you do? Yeah. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> we listened to your last podcast on the way home from Utah. That actually makes me happy. <laughs> now I just got touched like I'm like not the Grinch anymore. That's a call. Where heart grew oh, size. Grew size yeah. Show me on the doll where I touched you. <laughs> <laughs> so between Dave and Sarah, who's the better driver? Oh. Because Sarah's the professional stunt driver. That's the only reason. It depends on what we're No, in. I'm just kidding. Have you guys ever like gone head-to-head like with something identical, like at K1 or something? Or I'm faster in a go-kart. Sarah go often beats me in a go-kart. Yeah, yeah, because you weigh nothing. That I helps. do weigh nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and helps. like honestly, I've, I've, raced, like, I've raced GPs, and it pisses me off that... If there's a, anybody lighter than you, you're never going to win. But Dave is also built like Big Bird, so he, he's just blocking a bunch of wind. <laughs> well, that's true. Right? So he's not like, aerodynamic. Yeah. yeah, We've got to build you some like winglets off your shoulders and stuff. Dave is faster in a real car, but I am pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty damn close. Most of, most of the time. There's been a couple of... So in Lemons, we race the same car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there have been a, a couple of races where you beat me. Oh, um, like in her time? Like in her lap times? Her lap times faster than my lap times. There's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of nonsense going so on. If you guys there's a lot were, of traffic yeah. and whatnot. If you guys were to rally, do you know who would pick, who would be the driver and who would be the navigator, I guess? 
Or would you guys? I'm, I'm better. I'm better on the dirt. There is no freaking way Sarah would sit next to you. That's the problem. And so no. Yeah. In the question of who would drive and who would co-drive, both of us would drive. Both of us yeah. would drive. I would need <laughs> my now, own car. When you guys it took so she's much. Ridden, she's ridden with me in a rally car before, and all she said was, "I want to get out." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say when you guys are driving and you're in the passenger seat, who's more likely to press the imaginary passenger brake pedal? Nah, neither of us. Neither. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My wife does it from time to time. I'm like, I got this. No, nah, I'm totally comfortable with Dave driving. He even and like, I'm the same way. Yeah. When so, we first started dating, we we used to meet up sometimes in between. The halfway where point lived, where you guys because were because I yeah. lived in the Bay Area and Dave oh. lived down here. So sometimes we would just meet like in Button Willow and, and then <laughs> leave. Beautiful Button Willow. Beautiful Button Willow. Which is the worst halfway point. I mean, it's an okay halfway point. Well, there's point, a hotel there. Right. But, yeah. Right. But it's, there's one, nothing else. Yeah, no. There's a gas station. Right. True. We'd leave one car there and then like go out to the coast or something like that. So take one car and drive out 58. Oh, that's way better than I'm right. Right. I thought they were fun. just meeting yeah. up at the hotel. No. Though. <laughs> 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 and go back to the separate Hey, we'll hang out in the desert. I realize now how bad that sounds. <laughs> yeah. we, would, we would meet up and it's then go. Bad to me. go it doesn't sound bad. It just sounds, it sounds like a crappy place to be. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was a crappy place. It was, just there you a, go. it was just a point to meet. Yeah. And then we would take 58 out to the coast and like go to San Simeon or something like that. And so we were driving out on 58, and Dave had an RX-8 at the time. And My company car. His yeah. company car, and he, he spun it on 58. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next to a cliff, I might add. Yeah. And um, But we didn't go off the road. He just spun it in the, the road on the pavement, and yeah. I was just completely calm the entire time. Silent, no, like... And, and to, to my, uh, in my defense, I was really groggy still got up early um, but, um, that's actually not in so your defense I, that's not my no, that's, that's, that's why i started lame. to spin it but you know once once i realized we were turning around i was able to drop it into first while we were spinning and light him up and just turn around and just drive out the other way never stopped it's just a j turn yeah it was it was it's fine just a that was planned i just i want to go back and look at the viewer sun driver yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Nev- never lost never left the pavement went straight from my lane to the other lane Everything was fine. And was it pretty much like empty traffic? Like you were. Oh, there's empty, nobody empty. on Highway 58 there. Nobody. Yeah. Well, there's there's hardly anybody on Highway 58, anyways. Right. And this yeah. is this is the best part in terms of twisties. Yeah. Um, and in terms of emptiness, like that, it is just going through this weird bit of of desert hills, um, and yeah. old old oil wells. Like yeah. there's actually places like if you get off the road and like go down into a ditch, there's tar in the ditch. That spot where up out of the ground. Yeah. Where you go, there's that weird spot where it's like go really straight and then all of a sudden you have a right turn. That may not be fifty eight, but it's that same area. It has a really straight section that has all these whoops where you'll Yes. Like And that's like, dude, I've done that on the bike. Yeah. And you're like I've literally left the pavement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but I'm not Everyone mad about in this it. room has left the pavement yes. on the highway. Because there's, se- there's a series of whoops, and yeah. one of them is a little bit sharper than the other. Yes. And it's a small one. It's not the big yeah, one. It doesn't that- look like much. When if you want to leave it. the pavement when you leave here, I actually know a, a, a spot just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go down Chapman, uh, back towards the 55, and I think I've told Sarah about this before, There's I found this out on accident riding the, the Ducati to work one morning. Uh, when I was still at Mazda, I was going that way, and the road is so effed up from the trucks that go by. Right. 
that if you're not paying attention, you come off the ground and that's not what you want when you haven't had coffee in the morning. <laughs> right. And you're on two wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Add a bit of a poo. <laughs> <laughs> but you landed hard enough to put it back in. Yes. And then, exactly. There was no mess. And then, but I, but like, I was like, Oh, and now I'm like, interesting. I've had the forerunner full off. So I took a, a Mazda speed three, um, down that road. And Mazda Speed 3 was a car Off, where you yeah. where you can accidentally go 140 miles an hour. You just, you just don't notice it. That car was so that car effortlessly was fast. Yeah. Um, Which and generation? Just, first or second? This was the first generation. Yeah. Um, that thing was cool. And I came off the ground so far that I... Scraped the oil pan on the landing, first of all. Oil <laughs> pan rubbed through the plastic under tray. Oops. Oh, wow. Um, and then I actually bounced clean off the ground again. Mm. <laughs> You, it, it's too. Is there video of this? Uh, no, Jeremy Barnes was behind me, and so he watched um, the whole so thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. There's thing. not video because Lieberman always talks about how cool it is to get a G wagon off the ground. Mm. This is a better story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, G wagon's supposed to be off the ground. It's much better to be off the ground in a car that's not supposed. Exactly. To be. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I left some of my M Coupe's fangs on the Highway 58 over that. Because that <laughs> sounds right on yeah. your drive home. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to Laguna Seca, oh, okay. actually. My passenger was instigating. <laughs> was that me? No, it was Sarah. You're Sarah. It was Sarah. This is very confusing. It was there, Sarah. We know eight Sarahs, yeah. but not the problem. Which Sarah? <laughs> the one with an H, the one with the... <laughs> Better Dan's wife. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Yeah. But she would do that. <laughs> I mean, she, she has also... She has jumped that same hill um, yeah. when she was driving, because... Bitter Dan has a story about uh, whether they're in their FDR X7 trying to tune it. Mm -hmm. well, he's got his laptop in his lap and she's driving and they hit that same jump and all of a sudden his laptop just came up off his lap. <laughs> There's awesome. two spots on the on the 133 as it connects to the 241. So if you're going 133 north to the 241 south, mm -hmm. there's as the ramp transitions over, as it goes from the asphalt to the concrete, there's a dip and you get a little bit of air going that way. And then going on the 133 onto the five, um, five north. So yeah, 133 yeah. south of the yeah. five north, same thing. It's as soon as you hit that ramp, you get air. I mean, my ass leaves the seat every time. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't slow down. I know it's coming. So right. I'm yeah. just going for it. Just bias yourself to the inside of the lane. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, put, your, exactly. put yourself in the right spot and have yeah. fun. Yeah. Yep. Dude, there was, uh, this is, I was in, when I was on my South America trip, I was on this road and I, there was a road that I went on one day and I had to, you had to literally get up in the morning and ask the locals, can I get past, like, is this road working? Right. Right. It was, they were like, nah, or yeah, fine. So they tell me, yeah, it's not a problem, but not great. I'm like, okay. And you can tell, like, there were sections where it was just clay, mm. right? And you could tell this is gnarly if it's wet. Is it just a dirt road that depends on how wet it is? That yeah, it's changes? a dirt road with a lot of fucked up, like, construction and all this weird stuff. And a lot of times it goes down to an eighth of a lane, <laughs> right? Like, it it's was about how much yeah. you need on a bike. Yeah, I mean, well, that's all you need on a bike. But imagine two cars passing or no, a truck. No, no, and there's no. rigs and stuff. Like, it's, it's just South America's a different place. Anyway, so we're doing that. And uh, th I found this railroad track. And it's not, it wasn't actually a railroad track. It was a, a cow cattle thingy. What is the cattle guard? Yeah, cattle, cattle guard. guard. Yeah. yeah, and I hit it the first time, just kind of, and I went. Oh, we gotta go back and I jump. Went, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so I turned back around and went back, and I come back the next time, just one wheel off the ground, so just mm -hmm. wheelied over it. 
I'm like, fuck, this That's could only be half your wheel. This could be cooler. So I go back again, <laughs> full, just fully jumped it, right? Spin the bike around. I'm like, I should film this. And then I went, nope, because that's exactly, <laughs> yeah, the that's exactly when it goes, it goes wrong. Yeah. Right. So I had a good 30 minutes of fucking around with this jump. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was so dumb. And I, I'm on a loaded. Out there in the, in the, on the wrong hemisphere. First off, I'm in, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. By myself, there's nobody around. Right. I hadn't seen a car in three hours. Yeah, you don't speak the language to be able to explain what part of you <laughs> No, I speak what enough broke? of it to get a beer. <laughs> right. Right, and dinner. But like, but yeah, that, and I'm on a loaded bike. Huh? Never mind. What'd you say? You in a fiesta and me spent a donate? <laughs> yes. Whatever that is. She's inviting you to her pants party. Yes. But like, and I'm on, I'm on a loaded motorcycle. And I'm, I think it's fine to send it. Yeah. 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 Well, of course. Fuck it. I don't care. Where else are you going to send? What's this? Nothing. So was the it. sketchiest yep. road you drove on down in Argentina? Or whatever you would consider. No, this road? wasn't even the sketchiest road. The sketchiest road was, I woke up one morning, I asked the guy, I was like, can I get from here to here? He goes, nope. And I go, I <laughs> go, Did you tell him you were on a motorcycle? Oh, he didn't care. He's oh, like, okay. you're not getting there at all. I was like, uh, are you sure? And he made a phone call. And so he's like, maybe. He goes, you can go to here and then you have to get on a ferry that they've installed. Oh. Right. So now they've carved a road to the river to get on a ferry. That road didn't exist like 10 hours ago. So the original road was so bad that they made another one just they to go around. They bypassed it, yeah. So no, no, they bypassed it to a ferry. Right, yeah, yeah. Not to a road. Right. So you get on the ferry. They take you about a mile and a half-ish down the road. And it was the ferry. It's one of these like, I'm not sure it was really a ferry. It was just a fucking boat. It and, floated. Well, yeah. if, if you're taking a boat to get from the That is technically that a ferry. Road, that's a ferry. But I don't think it function as a ferry normally right and i had to ask the guy like we had to spin the bike around on the kickstand uh-huh. right and so it's a loaded bike a, a gs that's yeah not a bike. light bike loaded that's it. why my bike doesn't have a kickstand right now it's because i try to spin it around <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful when you do that <laughs> turns out so we, we turn it around he's like okay the the you know the mile and a half or whatever down the river they're like good luck bro cool and it's gravel it's about an eight to ten inch deep gravel pack mm. And there are waterfalls. It's raining so hard. Waterfalls are cutting the road. I'm jumping like full throttle up, wheelie over two and a half, three foot wide gaps. Nice. Yeah, it was super awesome. Nice. That's the sketchiest road I've ever been on in South America. (laughs) And that was was a really fun hour and almost two hours. We had some fun in Costa Rica. We drove like all over <laughs> many poos. Yeah. How many poos? Many, <laughs> literally many. That's Inco- how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna rank everything. Yeah. I'm gonna use the Jeremy Clarkson scale. <laughs> like I remember, one of them was like we were crossing this. It was a rail bridge that they had stolen all. What the were you pl- driving? I was in a rental car. It was like a Nissan. Oh, the fastest car in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Wait, be like a, a like not even a four by four. It was a four by four. No, no, oh, no. Okay, it, okay. it was a, like it, a Pajero. It, Yes. I got it. Yes. And so we're in Costa Rica. Well, yeah. That's a Mitsubishi. What's the Nissan one? It's Patrol. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Patrol. Patrol. The, they the both start P with P's. <laughs> so the. Uh, so pedantic. That starts with a P, I'm too. I'm a product specialist. I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, so this we, we were crossing this river, and in, in the river down below, there's there's crocodiles. So mm-hmm. you can see them going on. But the 
the wood that they had used to line the bridge had been stolen by the locals to be used as building material. So there was just enough wood just where the wheels were that you could cross over. But oh, if you God. veered a little too far to the right or to yeah. the left, your wheel would... crocodiles. Well, you would get you would you basically fall off the that. off the the wooden roadway right. and be stuck. Right. And so there was a couple. We we had two crossings like that that were kind of interesting, but manageable. But you realize that there's nothing really stopping you from falling except for this. Wait, I'm sorry. I've had a lot of um, scotch. Yeah. yeah. Um, where was this? <laughs> this? This is Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Okay. And then which is Central America? Yes. Yeah. And then the other part was we were driving from one city to the next, and navigation there is odd. Like it's basically you navigate to other cities following hotel signs. These are yeah, like, it's super weird, right? They just erect a sign with an arrow that says hotel something. And you just, the maps literally say, look for this hotel sign, follow right. that till you get to this, and then follow this. And so we're going on this windy mountain road that's a dirt road. And it's maybe a lane and a half wide, but the oncoming traffic are big rigs. And so. Yeah, that, that's very uh, uh, nor- uh Alaska. Yeah, so you yeah. have to just kind of get all the way over to the edge. You know, you're against the hit, right. the, the mountainside, waiting for the big rig to, to come past, and then you can kind of keep going. Or it's even more fun when you go the opposite direction, and you've got the cliff to your right as you're just kind of trying to squeeze past these big rigs. So Costa Rica, I think, is, is my sketchiest driving adventure. So there was another road, actually, and it I wouldn't say it was necessarily the sketchiest, but there was this thing where... It was like day two or three, and I, I, I want to like make sure that you understand that when I went to South America to ride Patagonia, I've ride, ride Patagonia for a month on a motorcycle. I had only been riding off-road for a year and a half at most, and on big bikes, which is fine. But there was a day where I had to basically go over the Andes. Mm. Yeah? And I'm, no big deal. Not, not a big deal. It's no. fine. Everything's fine. It's fake. Uh, it turns out the road is basically... A car and a half wide and bedrock. It's not actually a road, and it's pouring effing rain. <laughs> and and I'm riding toward, like I'm riding up. I'm like fucking charge right, yeah. going to this mountain, and the the turns are sketchy, and you just kind of hope that there's not a car coming because you need all the road to get around it, and it's super slippery. And there's uh, most of it's just kind of windy. And then I'm you know we race rally cars. I know right. how to read trees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, why are the trees coming? back at me <laughs> that, that's not mm, it's, no and they're not only coming back at me they're twice as tall way faster than they should be right so it is a literal hairpin and a giant climb nice and i come up to that and i'm like fuh, 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 fuh. <laughs> and i get around it a little bit of a scoot a little bit of a scoot at the back that's and a, wheelie ca- time. a car is coming at me no not <laughs> a wheelie time no it is not wheelie time it is super slippery rock and that's my that actually might be the sketchier part of what i had to do but then i get over the mountain and everything's fine and i pull my panniers open and my pannier smells like peaches and oh. i'm super pissed because i realized smells like no <laughs> yeah, that's what i was like I, no. I don't know what your future memoir is about yeah but that's the title My <laughs> he's actually 100 correct that's what it's gonna be called no so i had bought a peach drink and i put it in and you know what altitude does to seal things oh. it makes them it balloon. exploded it yeah a glass jar exploded Ooh. in my pannier so my spanish to english dictionary is ruined good thing i know how to get beers uh-huh. uh, and dinners 
Uh, yeah, it was. Fiesta on me, spent it on <laughs> Yes, I, it is a pant fiesta. <laughs> but yeah, that that actually was a pretty sketchy road too. I have so many of the stories from yeah. South America. I will sketchy. say, like, that's one of my favorite things to do is to drive in every country I visit, and I've been able to drive in Japan, but not on public roadways yet because nobody trusts me to drive on public roadways. Yeah, I've only I'm unofficially the driven on the public road. Yeah, I don't. The, Japan's the only place I've gone where I don't want to drive on the public road. But We've all driven in Japan. Yes, we all have, but on close like courses, no, the, the man in the room have driven in Japan. I've never Sarah been hasn't to been to Japan. Japan. But the, the That's crazy... why Sarah is still under the impression that we can just go rent a car and drive around Japan. No, it's not how it works. an easy thing to do. I really want to do that. But that's not yeah. how it works. Yeah. We'll make well, it work. No, we did drive go-karts in Osaka. We did Dude, drive go-karts on the street. I am so jealous of that. I am so jealous. I tried to do that in Tokyo, and they were like, no. I time in go-karts than I do in cars. Yes. And I have the blackmail photography from... Oh, yeah, that I shared, yeah. They told me when I went, they're like, oh, sorry, we're full up. I'm like, it's one person. There's no freaking way you're full up. But, yeah, so we have driven go-karts. You go didn't have a charm offensive. I took my pants off. <laughs> yeah. That was the problem. Oh, that might be, yeah. The party is in the pants. <laughs> right. Not supposed to oh, not, not around the pants. Clearly. <laughs> but I will say that the, the nuttiest drive I've ever had was in Milan. I had an Audi A3 rental. This was for, on my for you For you poor people, that's Italy. Yes. Milan, Italy. Yes. And Not it was... Not Milan, Kentucky. Wait, is that a place? Next to Paris, Texas. I mean, it um, probably or is. Paris, California. It's wide. Yeah. But it's, P- it's Milan. Paris. It's Paris Milan, two hours. Milan, Kentucky. But the, the nuttiest <laughs> part about driving Milan was I was being swarmed by scooters. So you're driving, but you're surrounded completely around by scooters. Everybody's around you, and you're trying to change lanes with scooters around. It was like being in a swarm of bees, and right. it sounded like it. And my wife was freaked, and I thought it was the raddest thing ever. Because <laughs> I'm just driving, and you're, you're, when you're surrounded by buildings that are like five, six, seven, eight hundred years old, right? and you have all these people on scooters, you're like, this is... This is Italy. All right, I'm doing this. I, I love when you get to sort of really old cities um, where they're just like the Paris. Cor- in Paris, they drive really aggressively. In Mexico City, they drive really aggressively. We did a, a bunch of testing uh, when I was working at Mazda when we were first launching uh, Mazda in Mexico. We did a bunch of testing down there with a bunch of Ford engineers who knew all, the local Ford engineers right. who knew all the routes. And people are so aggressive in Mexico City. But the, the, they have this beautiful combination of aggressiveness and calm. Yes. They're not angry. No. But they're going to win. And everybody, like the bus drivers, will <laughs> pass you on the shoulder and cut you off. I, I drove in, in Colombia. And that was the only city I've ever, in Bogota, that, that was the only city I've ever been in. When you come up to a stoplight, there's people standing in, the, in between the lanes. And they're selling shit. So you're at a stoplight, and there's somebody like in a coverall outfit holding like a box with snacks in it, and they're walking up and down the rows selling you the newspaper, yeah. a cell phone charger, drinks, uh, cigarettes, or whatever. But yeah, same thing. As soon as you get out of the intersection, people are taking the sidewalk to cut around people. People are driving on the wrong side of the road to get around, and it was semi-organized chaos. One of the best things about Mexico is that they have these traffic circles like every civilized country has traffic circles. Um, their traffic circles are special. Their traffic circles are very special. Their rules don't fucking exist. Th- th- no, they do exist. The person coming into the traffic circle has the right of way. I didn't know those existed. Yeah. So you just floor it and just dive in. Oh, and everyone rare. has to get out of your way. That's the way it's supposed That's to work. That's the opposite of how a traffic circle works. It's brilliant. 
That's not brilliant. It's so it is if you're fun. trying to get in. Once you know circle, what the rule is, I it's guess. Really good. I mean, that's. <laughs> did you Fuck learn you. the rule by observing it, or did somebody have to point that out? No, no, somebody explained it to me. And I don't know if he was just screwing with me. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. He might have when been. I was in high school, we convinced the girl that the uh, stop signs with the white borders were optional. <laughs> and I was, I was in the car one day, and she ran and said, like, What the fuck are you doing? She's like, You said they're optional. No. <laughs> Wait, joke? what? Like that, and I like uh, I got in trouble when I was in Germany in the tra- in one of the traffic circles because I was like, this is super fun, and I just pitched opposite it. locked. Oh, I pitched it, and I was like three times around, and I was I was <laughs> I got yelled at a lot. Basically, is what happened. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was her, her dad was in the car. Oh, well, that might have been bad timing. Yeah, that no, was- I felt like it was perfect timing. I was like, I'm gonna show him. <laughs> I don't know what kind of control I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I can do this, and he's like, nope. Nine. Nine. <laughs> du bist ein Doomschein or Doomkopf. Scheiß. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. So, yeah. you guys, is Utah your favorite state? Because I want to say, like, between. You, it's be- certainly the favorite state that we can get to without having to get on an airplane. Wait, before you talk about Utah, really quick. I want to just diverge or d- divulge, diverge, divulge. Diverge is changing. Yep. I not divulge. You want to I want to have some more scotch. Digress. There you go. No. Thank you. That's why we bring smart people on. There's still one writer left in the room. Right. <laughs> uh, no, so we were talking about like all these live events. And I just kind of want to really quickly just talk about what I don't under like. Uh, there's a ton of stuff coming around. There's a lot of stuff happening. I saw live music recently. Went and saw Band of Horses, which was awesome so i'm at the palladium but what i don't get about a lot of these events now are the rules right so the palladium you could that's have inside right the rules period for any of these no, but the palladium is indoors oh yeah yeah I'm no the, yeah the palladium is indoors, indoors. but COVID but they're saying rules. like COVID the covid rules. rules so they're like okay bring your vaccine card or your digital copy also wear a mask but don't wear a mask when you're inside really yeah, it was weird. Like, that part was weird. And then now, so, like, I'm going to see Guar. Yes, that's Guar. correct. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'm not even mad about that. Guar is amazing. So, I'm seeing Guar on Wednesday. Um, and they are playing at Observatory. Which is Orange County. Okay. Which is Orange County. But Orange County, like, he's they're requiring a printed copy. Not, you can't bring your digital vaccine card. There are requirements in Orange County? Yeah, which is confusing as shit. That's really unexpected. Yeah, Orange County normally is like, yeet it all to the wind. (laughs) They don't give a fuck. Right. Right? But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, no, that's what I don't understand. So, like, what was the Radwood rules? Because it was outdoors. Yeah, it was was white. It was way spread out. So Did did, did you say it was white? Yes. It was way spread out. I think it was white. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it really like, kind of was. What is that? It kind of was. But there, what is Radwood? Honda did have signs throughout the campus or throughout the parking lot that said, you know, mask up. And they had graphics. Which I think were Yeah, but you didn't have to bring a... Just for Honda. Like, those were signs. Yeah. It could Tor- Torrance is LA County. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. technically, you should have had to prove your vaccination status or have a nose swab. It was outdoors. To be outdoors. But outdoors. Yeah. No, at all events, 
in in uh, LA County. But I think it depends on what the event is because this is a parking lot. It's not like you're yeah. in an outdoor venue where you're forced not, to be next to each other. Yeah, you're not crowded together like like in a concert. Because like, if you were at I'm the not beach, going to a concert right now. If you were at the beach in LA, they wouldn't they wouldn't swab you or make you show documentation. No. So this was kind of the same thing. It was just an open parking lot, and you got to wander around. The, the one thing though, like about like I was, I mean, being at the Palladium, yeah, it's inside, but they had you had to have proof of vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours okay so it wasn't terrible but what i did think was weird is they were like you have to have all these things but none of these things <laughs> right that's, like, that's really deep no but because <laughs> they're t- they're looking at they're like oh show me your card and you're like well there was a guy in front of me. he's like oh um, forgot it did you get vaccinated yeah it's like cool so my, my, my rule of thumb And right I get now, like, that makes more sense and I don't go there because people are those. My, my rule of thumb is if there are rules about you needing vaccinations, it's mm-hmm. too dense to go to. Yeah. Like I, I'm triple vaccinated. I'm still not going to go to any place that is dense enough that they need vaccinations. Well, what, so boosters then. Dave's actually wearing a full body condom right now. <laughs> yeah, right. So he's really yeah. taking it safe. It's weird because you don't want to see him drink scotch. <laughs> <laughs> it goes in the wrong hole. <laughs> Still works. Yeah. <laughs> works better, apparently. Yeah. But like, so boosters. You have to get a booster. You I have got to get mine. A booster. I got mine. I got mine. Yeah. Oh, you both got yours. We're all yeah. Yeah. Mine's on Monday. Yeah. Because that was the early, that was the first day by the calendar that they would let me get. That's what you get for following the rules. I got a Johnson and Johnson, so I was technically eligible two months after I got mine. (laughs) Wait, is the J and J one the one shot? Yeah. Yeah. What Uh, what did you get for your booster? Moderna. Okay. My my wife Jeanette, she got she had Pfizer the first go round and then she got Moderna for the booster. So she's got that's a good idea. Mix and match. And that one's actually pretty good. I didn't want to mix and match. I'm gonna go OG Pfizer the whole way. That's what I did. That's and I, I asked them, I asked them, well, you put it in my butt. <laughs> Not my butt. Did my, they my, know my... you were talking about the vaccine? No. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> I just want to like in my butt cheek. <laughs> Rather than your arm? Yeah, dude, it's going to hurt. It. The booster, the needle's tiny. It didn't hurt. But I don't. Uh, so mm. my, my second shot, my arm really hurt. Like the whole, my yeah. whole delta. I had really no sore. side but effects from, from the first two shots. Nothing. Then yeah. you probably need no. the same thing with the third one. Well, but the, and that but, was the but reason I can't officially say I had no side effects because I got a shot and then got hammered. Well, that's 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 that magnifies its effectiveness. Yes, I think so. Alcohol accelerates how quickly the drugs get into your system. Right. So that's and also it, it makes in, it it makes it that it's side effect or or hangover that's like nyquil like nyquil has alcohol in it to carry the drugs into your system yes it's just science. i did it right <laughs> science is dope yeah because when i when i went to get my booster i was like hey do you what do you guys have the pfizer and the moderna and he's like oh we just have pfizer i'm like oh i was hoping to get the moderna one just oh, i had to go to the website around. well I, I just went to my local pharmacy oh like i went to the me me first or my, my turn. turn my turn yeah, my turn <laughs> yeah. first, what uh, a dumb i went to me first <laughs> <laughs> honestly my turn really that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah whatever but the pharmacist was basically like well there's two trains of thought one is yeah you can mix and match and you get better coverage but then the other one is well if you've had no issues with the first two shots why wouldn't you want to stick with it yeah because you know it's going to be a non that's that's what i ended up doing because i had to drive i was i had to drive to seattle um and i had to get i wanted to get vaccinated before i went right and I well, you had, wanted a booster before i you i had to i wanted a booster right. before i went and i had to drive 12 hours the day after I drove. Oh, yeah. And I had already had two shots like of the Pfizer yeah. and they were pretty mel- mellow. It didn't right. really yeah. mess me up that much. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to take the one that I know doesn't mess right, me up. Right, right. And you were fine. 
I was totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the Pfizer, like, I didn't, I literally had, my mom was like, oh, I don't feel good. I know other people are like, I don't feel good. I, I was, like, laid up for two days. <laughs> I was partying. But you know, <laughs> some people are just kind of just sympathetic like that, where they, you could just give them, like, the, the control or just like a water vaccine and they go, oh, I feel like this and then it's just it's a water right. vaccine. You mean like a placebo? Like a placebo. That's, that's <laughs> that was the other P word I was struggling with. Yeah. You could give them like the water vaccine. <laughs> the placebo. But yes. it's okay because we both How struggled with words. the water vaccine? Well, it was just, again, in, not saying in this specific case, probably. but I'm just saying that, you know, when, when people are given a placebo, they still yeah. complain of symptoms, even yeah. though they don't have anything that would have given them any sort of issue. So you know what's giving me an issue right now is I can't find rear tire for my BMW. I can't find a rear tire for my Porsche. Yeah, and that's actually why I bring this up because we're both having this problem. I I actually found a rear tire on Amazon, went to order it. It doesn't exist. Right? Yeah. They're like, no, order it, but but we'll give it to you like a hundred years later. So I I went on Tire Rack looking for a rear tire tire for my Cayman. Right. Which the Cayman has a and you need two. I need, I need. I just two. need one. Yes, no, I can't I get two. one. It's an oddball size that very few people make. So I was gonna get a Michelin, and um, Tire Rack said they were back ordered, and then like America's Tire or one of those said they had it. Right. So I ordered it from them. Yeah. And then they called me. And it's like, oh, actually, it's back ordered. You want a different tire? I'm like, no, no, screw you guys. Right. Cancel the order. Go back to Tire Rack where they were honest to me, and I put the order in a Tire Rack. And you and still haven't got it. That was like two months ago. And I just I just emailed them again today. I'm like, any word on that? I'm like, yeah, maybe another 90 days. We don't know. 90 days? They don't know. I mean, it's, it's everything sitting in a boat in outside a boat. of Long Beach. Yeah, right it's now. on a nobody, boat two miles from idea. our house. Yeah. The, the, problem, the problem for no, me. They moved the boats. Did they? They're forcing the boats that are waiting because it's. They're worried about air pollution because those things run on the worst, oh, yeah, they're, barely yeah, they're diesel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuel. So they're pushing them like 50 miles out or something farther. Boats have to go away and Since come Since I'm back. directly downwind of those boats, I fully support that. Yeah. Can't you just yeah. like just get a dinghy, find out what boat it's on, and go sell service? Yeah, the trick is finding the boat. Yeah, well, yeah. In the container. And the container. And the container. <laughs> yeah. but, so uh, what's so unique about the tire size on the Cayman? Nothing. It, yeah, well, it's just there are 10 million different tire sizes, and Porsche picked an unusual one. That's but, but it's not only could that, you, though, it's just tires are in general. Could you change the aspect ratio or, or the tire width and get something easier? Like if something was like maybe you know five millimeters wider kind of well, thing? Well, I mean, the whole reason you put up with a Porsche is that it's pretty well designed true, from true. The, from the first place. And so if you go just randomly changing things to make your life a little bit easier, then you end up with a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm yeah. just wondering, you know, I, this is just maybe, but would an extra, you know, five millimeters in tire width throw things off that much? Uh, well, what I've found is that you, a wider tire on the same wheel doesn't gain you a lot. Right. A yeah, wider wheel on the same tire gains you more. Yeah, right? but I'm right. just saying, you know, if you if the tire that you need is I've got eight eight yeah, cars. Eight cars. I, I don't you, care. You don't. Like, I can just drive a different car. <laughs> and in my case, and I'm not showing metal yet on the tire. I'm still driving yeah. it. It's just completely bald. But it's not like it, it hasn't rained in two years. So who cares? <laughs> in, in my case, I've decided that. Well, so I'm just being picky, kind of. I can get a crappy tire, right? But to get a tire that I actually want and want to run on, because the tires that I have on the BMW now, I want to just murder it's the worst <laughs> it is the worst tire i've had i put it on i think we've talked about this before i put it on in edmonton so four thousand miles ago i'm right. surprised it's lasted that long it's gone in four thousand miles yeah and i normally burn through a rear tire in 2500 miles 
That's about how long on that bike it'll take me. Wow. I hate this tire. It doesn't do anything good. The front is the biggest pile of garbage I've ever ran. Seems and I will say lie. it right now. Seems it like is, they're durable. It is an <laughs> anarchy. No, it isn't. They're really not. It is an anarchy uh, adventure. And if Michelin never makes this tire again, thank fucking God. <laughs> so I've got. But, but the uh, problem is, like, I can't get a rear of something I like. Right, yeah, or something no I want. Something bad. Well, no. So you can get all the bad crap. Right. That's not a problem. Right. I'm trying to run a Dunlop or even a, a Michelin Road Five. You can't get them. I can get fronts all day, right? But to get a rear is you have to basically like make a pact with the devil, have <laughs> have the mafia come by your house, do like one of those chicken sacrifices. Like it's it's fucked up. So I, I've got. The I just want to ride my motorcycle. AO 52s on on the uh, that's a great Cayman. tire. It's a fantastic tire. It's a freaking tire. awesome. Tire. I absolutely love it. I've had this problem with the Cayman right. um, for the last couple of years where I put on an oil pressure gauge, so now I know how bad the lubrication system. Right, is and you know how car. good your tires are. Right, and right. you cannot go around an inch of tramp anywhere near the limit of those tires, right. or you'll lose oil pressure and right. die, or blow your motor. You won't die. Um, so, um, well, you might. You'll die when you have to pay the bill for the new motor, or if it seizes in the wrong spot. Nah. Takes yeah, a while. you're so wild to see. Does it though? So very. I hit it the right. I have completely worn through those rear Yokohamas. Yeah, commuting. Right, which is just a complete waste of an but that, too. It's right. such a great right, track but th- tire. that tire is so good. It's I not going to last. I've finally got the right oil pan and windage tray right. and trapdoor situation to where it holds oil pressure, and now I'm completely out of tire. Right, <laughs> so you can't test. Right, and now I'm just. I, I've realized that I don't. I don't drive that car hard enough, often enough, and I'm dialing back to a, a Michelin Pilot Sport, which is fine. That's still it's a, a good great tire. tire. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. a 300 tread rate versus a 200. Right. Like I might be able to get some right. more reasonable. It's hilarious. The, like the motors- track day versus street balance was more appropriate for how I'm actually driving it, which I hate myself. For not driving on the track as much as I should. I love how, like, motorcycle tires don't have tread wears, but you know what's soft versus what's not. Right. And, like, if if it was up to me, I would put Michelin. There's a Michelin Anarchy Adventure. It is a knobby, like a 50, a true 50-50 tire. It is the best tire I've ever run on that bike. The problem is it's 1,500 to 2,000 miles out of a rear, and they're $600 a set. Oh my god! It's a motorcycle. Oh, there's six hundred dollars. That's like the whole. That's how much a motorcycle costs in my world. <laughs> <laughs> but I have at a thousand dollar KTM, so I, yeah, I can't imagine but, six hundred for tires. This is actually pretty. In, in my opinion, this speaks like volumes to that. And I'm not like I'm not the best motorcycle rider on the planet. I'm okay, right? But I can chase a sport bike out of a canyon on those tires. That's how good they are. Right? They're effing incredible and i pulled gps logs we've talked this before i pulled gps gps logs from some of my stuff in alaska on gravel top speeds of 120 damn that's just the rear tire though right no that's the gps oh it's gps speed oh okay yeah that gps speed wheel spin no (laughs) no because then i'd be doing zero right (laughs) no no this is gps speed of my gps i mean that's that's booking. That's too fast. You probably on a loaded should, bike. Oh, it's one hundred percent too fast. Yeah, but he was wearing a like, tank top and shorts and flip flops, yeah. so he right. was no, but safe. That's, <laughs> this is why. This is always why. In my opinion, Dave and I have done well in rally cars together. We don't get the spot to stop. Excuse me. We don't understand where you're supposed to like. Oh, you don't know down. where the limit is. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we like, do. What do you mean the spot to stop? <laughs> we fa- we found it, and then we're like. 
yeah, do it again. Like, I normally <laughs> find find the limit by like, going over it. That's how right. I figure. It and out. then we're like, oh, okay, we just back up a little bit. I, I do, but like, then also go faster. <laughs> I, I do like discussions about tires because I think tires are the dumbest names, either brand names or model names. Like the names, oh, the oh they're terrible, ridiculous, unintelligible nonsense. And what what pisses me off about tires because I was, I have to get new ones. Oh, dude, I, every vehicle I own needs tires, and it's frustrating. But what car tires? You can look at an aspect ratio and a tread width and all of it, and it doesn't even like equate to the same thing. Oh no, yeah. you've got to know, you've got to have experience with that particular tire to know that You're particular really, tire. Yeah, but you can look at I inner don't know brand. How normal people get tires. It's just inner brand. You can look at like Costco. yeah, it, none of it makes like sense. Like you have no the car. Yeah. They just, no, but the no car, the tire size. Change the tire. It's all, all it's all over the fucking map. Yeah, right. And I and the other thing that's insane. So I bought the tires that are on my uh, Forerunner right now. I think I was telling Dave about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I bought them for 130 bucks. They're almost 300 dollars a piece now. Well, supply chain, right? Yeah. But yeah. but come on. I know. That's I know. insane. Yeah, and I've got those same all-terrain tires right. on, on my truck, and we're right. about to like tow a race car up to up to Sonoma and back. And Which like, is oh, not you don't want the do best that. use no. of an all-terrain tire. I wish I had some street tires. Right yeah, now. right. Yeah. But you can't get those either. No. No. It's crazy. Like, wh- <laughs> all right. So, okay. Sorry. <laughs> re- record scratch. Okay. I forgot. Oh, I need a record scratch noise. Yeah. Is that it? That is That's not good. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's not a record scratch at all. There, there literally isn't one of those. And we can program and one. It's funny. But... Like, Matthew and I are like, oh, we figured the whole shit out. And then we just promptly forgot. Before yeah. you geniuses started recording, because you should have obviously started recording half an hour before you did. Um, That's how it always works. Qu- the, Have you ever been on a podcast? We were talking about Rad with a tire and Sarah's yes. shirt. Yes. So Sarah's Sarah got has a, a shirt that says Jackson School Class of 91. And it's got a bunch of names listed on it. And I asked her, did you? Yeah, your wait, is it, but what, what Jackson? There it is. Fair there it is. is this your high school? It's no, not high school. It's not high school. Or it college? My, or, I graduated uh, high school in 91. So it was an elementary oh, school. Oh, elementary school. <laughs> is that? You're the That's same funny, size as you were in sixth grade? Yeah, not really. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, Sarah, hang on. Sarah fits into her sixth grade clothing. Wait, hang on. Sixth grade? <laughs> yeah, it's my sixth grade. Wait, I graduated class. high school. Which, when did you graduate high school? 97. Oh, yep. shit. So I, we're the same age. I graduated in 97 as well. You're three months oh, older than me. Remember I told you? Oh, yeah. I graduated I at 17. Attention. And I'm like three months older than you. It's funny. When Dave says that's so creepy. I'm the old fart here. No, you know what's creepy? My Dave? wife is the old one that... Well, I'm sure she appreciates me calling yeah. her that. But, yeah. but she was born. Sorry, Jeanette. That's, yeah. our, that's our second listener. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> and she's Brian's been on the mom. show. Yeah. She's excited because my birthday's next month where our age gap is only five years. Yeah. And then in April, it goes back to the six years that it is for most no, of the time. So here, here's, and I are six and a half years apart. Yeah. This is a thing that... Um, so after... Well, anyways, I'm, I won't give you the whole story, but I, I was dating a, 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 dating a woman. Okay. Yeah. She was eight years younger than me. Okay. And my buddy was like, hey. Or I was like, hey, I was talking to my friend. I was like, you know, it's really weird. When she was 18, I was 26 or whatever. And he's like, that's not weird. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's weird. He's no. like, no, you know what? You know what is weird? 
when you were 18. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> where I was going. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, dude. And so I slept on the couch for like a week. And she's like, what, what's wrong? Why do you hate me? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't hate, I hate myself. <laughs> but as you get older, yeah, the what does it matter? matters a lot less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it just like, it was so weird to like hear it explained in that yeah. way. You're just like, oh, As a shit. percentage, it's irrelevant at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing is, is, even though Dave's older, he still can't grow I'm facial totally hair to immature. shave his life. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't grow lamb chops at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So any of those like distinguishing features he doesn't have. It doesn't he doesn't look old. It's not like I don't have facial hair. I just have a gap between my beard and my hair and I and That's the same. Yeah, I don't really want a beard. But I you have dark hair. I have more gray hair than he yeah. does. Everybody in this room has more gray hair than he does. You're it's welcome. Not fair. Bastard. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't think you're ever. I've never felt like, oh, Dave's so old. Like we've always just been because I'm really, he's immature. really immature. Well, no, yeah. right? But like I am too. So how do you explain that? <laughs> he's you more can't be immature. double immature. Yeah. Oh, sure I can. No, try bullshit. Me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. You're talking to the guys that dress up as Luigi and Mario and <laughs> yeah. Osaka. To, you, know. you know what's fun though? We've now had like two of my oldest friends on this podcast. Call me old. No, I'm saying like longest. Oh, God no, you might be the oldest. <laughs> no, you're not. For sure not. No, but like, you know, it's nice to have uh, people that have known you for such a yes. long time. It's almost been 20 years. It had to have been 20 years by now. Oh, it's more than that, I think. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm trying to play it off. Short. Yeah, I, I went to a, I went to lunch so with wait. a buddy that I've known since third grade. So 98. Was it 98? We Basically. Said- that sounds that sounds roughly, like ninety eight. We probably met roughly right because because we started in the five ten. You yeah. were nineteen. No, I would have been. Yeah, well, nineteen yeah. or twenty. I do the math. Wow, well, thanks, fucking Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we that wasn't meant to be. I as was rallying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was rallying a five ten with an SR twenty in it. Yeah. Um and Larkin. Yeah. And well, yeah. Uh, so Josh Jacob was my co-driver at first, and mm-hmm. then he got too smart, and he started co-driving. <laughs> he got too smart. <laughs> no, Josh said, uh, "This other guy asked me to do a thing. I'm gonna do it with him." Cause... And that, that other guy was Reese Mellon. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, okay." So, um, <laughs> and then I, I somehow talked Larkin Hill from Subaru into co-driving for she, me. She, by the way, is a fucking doll. Yeah. What happened to her? I don't know. As she lives in she England. She was your co-driver for one rally. For one rally, uh, and literally she, one rally. And then and she got like, out of the car. Talk to Ryan, he yeah. really wants to be a co-driver. She no, she. It was hilarious. She got out of the car. I'm not even joking. Her helmet wasn't even fucking off yet. She comes over to me. She's like, "Hey, you got to talk to Dave." And I'm like, "I know, I know Dave because like I know who he is, right?" And I'm where is the rim of the world? No, it was uh, it was uh, Treeline. Oh yeah, okay, it was Treeline. Treeline. So she yeah. goes, "You need to go talk to Dave," and I was like, "Dave, like Coleman?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Why are you wearing a Subaru helmet?" She's like, "Don't worry about it. Just go fucking talk to him." I was like, "Okay." So I walk in the bathroom. This is, this is the weirdest. You walk like, into the bathroom to talk to Dave. No, I, I, no, I didn't we walk were, in the bathroom to talk to him. Yeah. I didn't walk into the bathroom specifically to Yours? talk to him. But we literally were both at like we're both at a urinal, and I was like, "Oh, oh, you're Dave." It's like. Yeah, I was like, uh, Larkin said, next year? Yeah, cool. <laughs> that's good. like that's, this is literally how it happened. That's about as as, as sophisticated as my uh, right. selection process yeah. was. Yeah, that was how it went. No, but we did the we did the Indian food test. What's the Indian food test? So we went to Indian food, and you didn't shit yourselves or something. Is that the test, or what's this? 
No, that's easy. Anybody can do that. Okay. So we got went to Indian food, had dinner, put the leftovers in the box, put those in the car, and we were in the five ten, and then went up GMR, mm. right? I think we did GMR. I, I don't remember the story, so I'm really curious. Oh, dude, we did GMR at night. They're like, fucking turn the light on, read. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> and so, like, you have Indian food in your stomach, yeah. Indian food in your nose hole. Yeah. And then you read a book. I was in, like, in yeah. the dark on Glenora Mountain. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, this is can handle that. That's that's this is boring. Writing. Yeah, I, I need can't a, do that. I need a nap time. That's yeah. why I have to yeah. be the driver because I can't read. We did I get some, we anymore. did get somebody to puke doing that. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not awesome because somebody had to clean the car, but it was awesome because they puked. When you were doing the press events back in the day, did you ever have a passenger get car sick while you were driving? Um, I I. Uh, a hundred percent, you had a passenger get car sick. Yeah, I've had some. I've had some people not be totally thrilled. Um, so I drove on a, on a Subaru event with. Um, it was the, it was an Outback. It was like the first Outback to have stability control. Ooh. That was a problem. Oh, that was thing. not a good car, and it was a really bad stability. control That thing system. was terrible. And Subarus handle like absolute crap unless you pitch them sideways, and then they're brilliant. Yeah, the stability control system does not understand that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So I was, um, oh God, who the, who the hell was, uh, oh, Scott Oldham was my, was oh, my wow. passenger before he was the editor of my magazine. Oh, dude. Right. So this is a good introduction to the guy yeah. who's going to be your boss. Scott. <laughs> and, uh, and Scott, Scott was, Scott he, is very different. He's fine. Uh, he, 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 well, first of all, he's from, he's from New Jersey. Yeah. And the way you say hello in New Jersey is fuck you. Yeah. Right. So yeah, but he wasn't, once you understand that he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was in the passenger seat and I, I pitched it into this corner and the stability control decided just to grab the car and throw me off into the ditch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes it a little and, challenging. And I, I gathered it out of the ditch. I missed yeah. the telephone pole. Yeah. But well, that's, barely. That's good. And he thought that wasn't the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and then like two months later, he's my boss. <laughs> that was, was like, good. I'm, dude, I'm, that's crazy. I haven't talked to Scott and what's, what's the last he? time you talked to him? What's he doing? Um, I was gonna say, I, yeah, what's yeah. he doing these days? I saw him. He was freelancing. Really? First, yeah, I saw him just doing some articles for. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he, a he website. writes about burnouts from time to time. He writes about burnouts. Oh, that's all. That's that's always his favorite thing is burnouts. Yeah, but you see, as soon as he took over Sport Compact, he wasn't magazine, good at he was just him. doing burnouts all the time. But he wasn't good at him. Oh, he's good at burnouts. Don't don't talk shit about Scott Oldham and his burnouts. He would can he, do. Would he, he can do burnouts. Uh, would he put down bleach to get the nice white smoke? No, he would. He would just just man. Just yeah. do him. Yeah. Do you remember? I, I'm still hung up on the fact that Sarah still owns a shirt from sixth grade. <laughs> Wait, not only that she still fits in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> sorry, we glossed over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bigger shirt on me back then. But the fact that you now. kept it. Yeah, it's because you grew years. I don't know why. How many houses have you lived in that you've moved? <laughs> that not, do you have, Do you have like a box of my old many. shit? Of my old shit? Like, did you have a box? Yeah, that box like all my old house. <laughs> <laughs> my parents still have a lot of my old shit, I think. Oh, that's cool. But I still have this shirt. I'm not quite sure why. I couldn't tell you why. And I still have a Jackson Jaguar shirt with okay, our wait, school on this shirt, on though. It. On this shirt. Who was your crush? Oh. Yeah. No, that's true. There has to be somebody on there that was the crushy crush. 
Kenny Wallace. Uh, uh, you, okay, <laughs> so first, at first, I thought I'd point to Elizabeth. No, right here. And then Shelby. Kenneth Wallace. Kenny right. Wallace. Oh, was my Kenneth crush. Wallace. Yeah. We look him up on Facebook. See what he's up to. Yeah. What's he doing? I I have not stalked him. Have you stalked anybody from your past? Yeah. I've tried. Yes? Wait. Wait. Hang on. You have? Yeah. Who? Just looking at like or, names or why. Just yeah, as, that's that's the bigger question. Yeah, it was just sorry. They, they, it was. <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound so fucking yeah. rude. <laughs> it, it was just friends I had that you didn't think about them. Oh, fr- but like no, 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 not friends, crushes, or like anything from the past. Oh no, no. no. These are just people like I, I went to school with and you were classmates with, and also they popped in my head. I'm like, oh, I wonder what Shane's up to. And I oh go, yeah, that. But look. that's different than like, oh, I no, Dave, don't you're not leaving. I got, you got to tell. You can <laughs> talk about me now because I'm gonna walk out for a second. Oh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Now's a good time to talk about my crush. Yeah. So wait, what, did you yeah. did have you ever tried to find Sarah one of your crushes from the past? Yeah, Ken Wallace. What are you doing? I don't know what Kenny Wallace is doing. He, I don't think he was really a social media guy. Um, but my crush from like junior high and high school was Bjorn Hamill. Oh, oh was he? He was an ABBA. Was he Bjorn out of town? He was an ABBA Star no, Wars fan. Okay, I can't do that. I don't. <laughs> I can't Sorry. tell you Wait, why talk. his family was American, you know. Yeah. Okay, so anyways. His name was Bjorn. I'm sure it was a thorn in his side for most of school because he got called Bjorny and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, actually. I wouldn't um, have thought about that. And a lot of the substitute teachers <laughs> didn't know how to pronounce, didn't know how to pronounce yeah. it. And when they call roll. Bajorns? Bajorn? Yeah. Is Bajorn here? You don't so fucked yeah. up, eh, Ron? But the thing with Bjorn was a long running sort of thing where like in junior high, we got set up together and sort of forced together in seventh grade, like 13 year olds, 12 year olds will do. Was he your first hug? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, See, you dragged it out too long. So Dave comes back. Probably. Yeah. And now we have to talk about this. He was my favorite dance date. My favorite slow dance partner. Oh, okay. And. Um, he awkwardly rocked back and forth the best. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's when you request November Rain because it's like an 11 minute song and he can just rock back and forth for 11 minutes. It turns out he became, he was very, he was smart and he, he became very successful, I think, and was like a VP at, oh, wow. at, um, at a good company. He's a VP of a good tech Hut. company, which means he's smart enough to not be on social media. Uh, he's, like, he's like, bitch, I introduced all of So I can't stalk him. But LinkedIn. You can't stalk him. That's not a very good stalking oh. source. No, LinkedIn. because you can see who's, yeah. When no, but if you go on your LinkedIn profile, and look at somebody, he's on like, somebody looked at you. He's on Twitter. <clears throat> now people are going to find him on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bajorn. We have each other's email address. We email each other like once every two years just to like check in. And and how's he doing? Interesting. Good. Does he know about butters? No. Oh. That's Sarah's child. The cat. (laughs) Butters. Me up. Butters is my favorite child. And it's also got its own Instagram page. Yeah, Butters me up. Yeah. I regret that now. Why? So Running work? an Instagram page is so much work. You have like, like three of them, right? I have five. Wait, you have <laughs> wait, wait, hand. You have five. Wait, first off, Sarah's. Uh, I'll t- no, hers is fine. Uh, her, my favorite one is tired plants. Maybe only tired plants. Four. We've talked about this. Tired plants, yes. You've and talked also, about it. Yeah, we talked about it all the time. Yeah. I'm like constantly plugging you. Oh, it's, thanks. And then we talked annoying. about how Grayson made his knockoff plastic <laughs> version of a tired plant. That's right. That's but right. I have real ones. So I want I want a tired hangy plant. I but can the get you is, one of those. Are you doing? I know you can. You can't get one. You can make one. I do yeah. hanging plants. I want like a. But where do I hang you a plant in my plant? Off your ceiling fan. One off each blade. 
she's gonna plan that, so that is balance swinging plants and also uh <laughs> decapit i want decapitating plants she's gonna right? put a four foot christmas tree into a full-size tire i actually just for the holidays i'm not gonna lie to anybody i never want a christmas tree in my life I, i'm a fan of festivus poles to be honest yeah I, 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 don't, do I don't get it, because that's a Seinfeld thing. Okay, <laughs> I only have four accounts. Ice or racing? Four. No, no, no that's, that's Dave. I didn't know if, you know, yeah. she posts or no. something if you're in the car. It says, okay, so you Drive have, like a girl. Drives like a girl is my main account. Tired yeah. Plants is my plants oh, and used go-kart tires. Sorry. Butters Me Up is my cat's account, yeah. which I don't yeah. update hot all that account. often. And I have a hair account. A hair account? Don't, don't judge. What do you me. mean a hair account? <laughs> no, no. Let's explore this. Like, is it just hair is found in the house? Like, picture. Yeah. And then it's just everybody human? look feline. So I have naturally wavy hair. Yes. And is that the one that has the most followers? Like, is that no, your secret? No, no. Like thirty-three thousand people follower. No, drives like a girl has That'd the most really followers. Fun. But that, um, having naturally wavy and naturally curly hair is sort of a thing that is difficult to learn yeah. how to make your hair actually look good. And so... Because wavy just means indecisive. It doesn't know if it's curly or not every yeah, day. Good. Wavy it, it hair... Just flutters. Yeah. Wavy yeah. hair is troublesome. Yeah. So I have wavy hair. And... I know way more about this than I want to. Because yeah. <laughs> you obviously follow her Instagram. He doesn't. No, I don't. No. Just, just let it reality. go that he follows it. You're ruining the, the storyline. Continue your it, story. It was sort of a, it became a quarantine project for me. Um, when, you know, the whole world shut down, I just start, I just went down the rabbit hole of how do I make my hair look as good as I can possibly make it look? Most people with naturally wavy and curly hair tend to straighten it because straight hair is a very, it's, it looks sleek and polished and professional and it's not just, who you are. It's a quick and easy solution <laughs> to things, but, but I don't like having yeah. straight hair. I like to encourage my natural waves, but if I don't do anything specific to it, it looks kind of messy and crappy. So there's a whole weird uh, culture? It is kind of a culture of curly and wavy hair um, technique. And so you're. Styling technique. So that you've I, got this page to share your technique? or It to, was really just for myself to keep a log of what uh, process I used to style it with yeah. a picture. Because okay. I could literally couldn't think of any other way to keep track of keep track of everything together. Like I could How make, do you keep track of these things without making them public to the entire world? Yeah, yeah. You, you make a fake Instagram, a, f a Finstagram. I'm so yeah, it was like I, I had a, a notes app, you know, yeah, I just put yeah. stuff in my notes app, but I couldn't attach a picture with it yeah, to yeah, show yeah. like, here's what I did with the picture. And See, so I was like, just, Instagram just seems to make sense. So I just, yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought when you started, I thought you were just going and following people, but just on that one profile. So it wouldn't clog up your regular feed. That's what it ended hair. up. Yeah. It ended up being that well, way. That actually, that actually makes sense, right? Those accounts yeah. because they're very. There are lots of educational and instructional accounts yeah. that tell you, and with pictures and very long, detailed descriptions of how to do things and what products to use and stuff. And so, yeah, I learned how to make my hair look pretty good, and it takes a really long time. So, but. so you have you have five <laughs> Instagrams, four, four, four. four. I have four. How many do you have? Well, three. I have the I have Grayson's. I have yeah. ungrown ups, and then I got mine. How many do you have? One. Oh, Dave doesn't give a shit. That's the best way yeah. to do it. Yeah, Pony Badger doesn't. I give think a I've shit. Had four. 
Do you have four? I think so. Wow. I have my Too normal one. The you real get... Cavalier. I have ungrown ups. Yep. I, I'm going to claim it. Yeah. Yeah. We both use it. I have car spotting orange. Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. It's actually pretty cool. It's pretty good. If people don't follow it, you should. Dickheads. Yeah, it's good. Oh, is good it don't, I shouldn't call you dickheads. I should be like, yeah. hey. That's not a good way to encourage people. Hey, friends. People to yeah. Hi, cars, buddies. Car, follow Car Spotting Buddies orange. and pals. Yeah. See? God, I didn't hire her. <laughs> and then I think I have like a random thing. Yeah, I'll explain it someday. Was it a hair thing? It was mostly like, no, it's mostly <laughs> like, it, it's about socks. <laughs> socks? Yeah. Socks and beards. No, just socks. Socks on my beards. Oh. That's Beard weird. Socks. That's weird. Yeah. That's because it's not a thing. It's not a thing. It Nobody's ever had a beard sock. That I, doesn't even doesn't make sense. So okay. I uh, I we're talking about random shit, so <clears throat> I wanna bring this up. Matthew and I have talked about the fact that car dealers are making insane markups, oh. right? We've talked about Toyotas and all that sort of stuff. The one dude. That- you shared that I've seen I saw earlier a picture in the week. today, today, of a Toyota dealer in the Bay Area. They're, they're in Oakland. Yeah, it is a Rav Four. How much additional market? Well, I just have a question for everybody in the yeah. room. Quiz time. Yeah, quiz time. Who the gives a shit about a Rav Four? No. Who wants a Rav? Well, it's a, it's a Rav Four Prime, so it's a plug-in hybrid. But, but okay, oh. Rav. But I thought Prime was the one that you didn't have to drive on. Uh, regular ice anyway. It was, I thought it was... Okay, whatever. Yeah, the Prime Doesn't is a plug-in. That's okay. what a Prius Prime is. Okay, is it's a RAV4 Prime. Yes. So it's a hybrid. Nobody wants it. It's got additional dollar markup, but that part's it, not surprising. It's the amount. No, the amount of additional dollar markup. So, Dave, if you were going to go to a Toyota dealer so and you had a RAV4 that's Prime... That's a stretch right there. No, I know. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. In the but retail the price, is, the retail price is 49659 That's, that's yeah. the normal price? That's the yeah, normal retail $50, price. $50,000 RAV4. Well, it's, oh it's plug-in God. hybrid. That's, that's like bitchin' technology. You can get a Tesla for less than that. That's bitchin' technology 10 years ago. Oh, man, but I've driven one. Yeah, they're terrible. The regular one is awful. I mean, they're... And then you added weight. But But you added weight. They get worse. So anyways, the point is, what is the dealer, specifically just the dealer markup? Not the accessories or the other... Nothing else. Just the straight profit markup that they added. Yeah, they're asking for money. How much money are they asking for? Go. Uh, I I know I'm under shooting, but I'm going to say five grand. Okay, Sarah? Seventy five hundred. Forty thousand fucking dollars. What? Yeah. The sticker's at ninety six thousand four hundred forty two dollars with forty thousand dollars in dealer added markup plus ceramic coating. Yeah. Plus low jack. Yeah. Plus Invisa Shield, yeah. which should counteract with the ceramic coating. Right, that right. Got. Isn't that the same thing? It turns out those are basically... I think you can just say you have Invisa Shield because it's invisible. But it's $40,000 yeah. just pure markup. Well, I mean, Dude, it started out as a $50,000 RAV4 in the first place. That's a problem. Yeah. But, well, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I get what you're saying. Because RAV4 should be like $8,200. Yeah. <laughs> or like, at best, <laughs> I'll give you $82,500. <laughs> But my, right? favorite, my favorite added markup is they filled the tires with nitrogen. Oh, yeah. Nitrogen is like $1,300. Oh, it's the most abundant element in the atmosphere. No. And oxygen contains a ton of nitrogen. You don't understand how like, it works. I don't think oxygen Not oxygen, but nitrogen. air in a tire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. No, you, you actually don't understand how nitrogen in a tire works. Oh, no. Obviously. They don't take the, it out of the air? The mo- no. The molecules I have to, I have to actually go and harvest it. At the nitrogen and I, farm? And they harvest it, and then they bring it back to their farm. Right, and they distill it, 
Well, and then they well then they delete your uh, uh, other air in your tire, mm-hmm. which is really difficult because I have to pull a vacuum, <laughs> and I physically have to pull it like this. Nobody <laughs> on the internet can see us, but I'm pulling a vacuum. Let's make a pulling sound. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I pump in the real air, the real the nitrogen, nitrogen. Nitro- and then which, now we're done. Which is too the molecules are too large to permeate through the tire that sidewall. That is so fucking not true. It I know. Even make I sense. Know. I think nitrogen is just drier, so it doesn't. And that's exactly what it is. Much. It's drier, so it doesn't so expand the, or contract. So the, temp- right. the the tire pressure is more stable. Right. That's it. It doesn't actually. Really, I'm sure all they're doing is changing the valve caps to green. Pretty yes. much. They're not yeah, doing anything much. else. Right. Yeah. They're not well, actually putting nitrogen in there. Because there's already a lot of nitrogen in there. It's already yep. like, what, 80%? Yeah. 80%. 80%. Nitrogen? 80%. Right. And the thing is, the, th- <laughs> the, the machines that they use to make 100% pure nitrogen don't do anything. They just, they're compressors. Pretty much. They make yeah. noise. No, they're literally compressors. Like $96,000. We had a company, when I worked in retail for. automotive, we had a company come in. They were like, oh, we'll put in a nitrogen system. It's like, okay, what does it cost? What is the ROI? What is the actual efficiency? Yes. Efficiency? They're like, it just does the stuff. I was like, right, but you're, at, you're saying I have to tell my customers I'm putting nitrogen in their tires. Like, well, you are. I was like, so what? It's a compressor. It's a literal compressor. They are putting nitrogen in there. And yes, because it's there. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, you just don't talk about the other stuff. A little bit of CO2. Yeah. yeah. That, you realize that's like it's tomfoolery. Got, it's <laughs> nitrogen and added elements. Is tomfoolery a thing? It is. Yeah. Well, there it is. So I want to talk about vertical integration. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. That was an odd segue, <laughs> but we'll go there. Yes, I just noticed. I just took a little, little bathroom break here. Yes. Uh-huh. You have a Gerber toilet? Maybe. I don't fucking know. Is that like the baby food Gerber? Exactly. So <laughs> or is it the knife company? But is it the knife company? to output. Why can't it be the knife company? <laughs> <laughs> but there are brands that have such huge vertical catalogs like Mitsubishi. Why can't it be the knife company? I'm going to keep asking the question. Okay. I have a knife I, toilet. I haven't heard of them. I have a knife toilet. <laughs> I think you have a baby food toilet. <laughs> You've never Everything heard of Gerber is, knives? Everything is a monopoly no, I now. <laughs> I mean, it, it is... It is ridiculous. Like ABC owns Disney, owns ESPN, ESPN owns, owns no. Marvel now, and everything. Yeah. Did you see all the uh, like Marvel twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, whatever? Like Marvel announced a bunch of stuff. Star Wars, like the amount of content coming out. Remember, we were let's let's consolidate stuff, and now they're like, no, just kidding. Let's make all the content you could ever it's, want. You know, it's, it's it seems like it's gotten to the point where movies are not as good as Netflix specials. Which is weird. Well, right? because you can have 16 hours to develop a story on. Sorry, I'm not talking correctly. No, you're <laughs> just so you, can, to... you can have 16 hours to develop a story in, in a series on Netflix. And sticking to a two hour format right. in a theater cuts out like, a lot of stuff. It makes yeah. it seem like an episode. It's like, all, they just don't seem worth it anymore. And it's all unoriginal. It's like, oh, oh yeah. another Ghostbusters movie, guys. <laughs> right. Woo. Yeah. Speaking of unoriginal, last night I watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, Jesus, oh, no. dude. My my little nephew tried to watch it. I he's what, this, he's eight. It's, oh. it's, it's a remake or is it a remake or whatever? But he tried to watch it. He made it 15 minutes and turned it off and he's eight. <laughs> wow. It is kind of like a, a retread of the Home Alone, Home Alone idea. But... There were some inside jokes that were kind of funny and some throwbacks to the original. Did you watch the whole thing? Watch the whole thing. 
Did you watch it because you wanted to watch it or because Grayson wanted to watch it? Because Grayson wanted to watch it. Okay. But was the original better? Yes, but in this one, you're actually rooting for the bad guys. You're rooting for the guys that are trying to break into the the house. (laughs) 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 Fucking Kelvin. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. But so stop yeah. putting irons in people's faces. <laughs> so it was it was an interesting twist in the fact that you were kind of rooting for the the two burglars to kind of get the, their their item. Um, not as good as the original, but I think there's some sentimentality there because I've seen the original one every year for the past how many years? Yeah. So it's, so it's is that mo- that movie though is like an actual kids can watch it. Yes, it's on Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, it just came out, I think, on Disney Day, which was some sort of streaming event. Yeah, it was like it was like their announcement day, and they announced date between Disney, Star Wars, Marvel. They announced more content than any of us can ever watch. It's fucking insane. Uh, but I recommended a show to my sister recently. I was like, "You should watch Lock and Key on Netflix." And honestly, it's super cool. It's a great show. It's like what is it? Um, it's kind of. I don't know how to describe it. It's a show about a locksmith. No, it's oh. the, it's this family that like they end up moving in this house and they have these like magical keys. It's kind of like Harry Potter ish, sort of like. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. Anyways, I was like, oh, it's totally safe for kids. So I go to my sister's house last night for dinner. And my sister's like, uh, did you tell me about lock and key? Because it's not okay for kids. And I was like, Brick, what are you talking about? She's like, first off, they're talking about. Uh, or no, in a scene early in the show, the dad gets brutally murdered. I'm like, oh, I yeah, forgot but about it that. Happens in real <laughs> I was like, I forgot about that. <laughs> Probably. Not yeah, good. but they're ten and eight, right? And she's like, oh, and then they're talking about penises, and then they're doing. I'm like, oh yeah, right. I don't remember that, but it sounds super cool. Also, did you sell um, her on this idea of a game called Squid Game that no. the kids might like? No, games are fun. So yeah. it turns out I'm a terrible judge of children's shows, <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, I fucked it up. <laughs> I saw Cocktail when I was nine, which was a totally rated R movie with like okay. murder, sex, yeah. all what, drinking. Is that your first rated R movie? N- probably not. But yeah. is that the first one you remember? It's the one that yeah, it's the first one that what? I clearly remember, and I did turn out too fucked up. I watched. Right? Yeah, David was just your, fucked up enough. Well, Dave, what was your first <laughs> rated R movie? God, I'm not sure. I know exactly a hundred percent what mine was. I remember with I, How I remember I watched tail? Stripes on HBO, which is back, awesome. Back when HBO would like yes. show one movie eighteen times, I yes. watched Stripes <laughs> so many times. I can't remember what my first R-rated movie was, but I but know. It, I guess I would say in the theater. I know I was oh. with my dad because again, my parents being deaf, they yeah. didn't have close no captioning. Idea. I had to be there to tell them, you know, what oh, was this going is bad. on. So my dad's yeah. like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, he just murdered that hooker. Oh, you know, it's like, <laughs> Your dad's why? like, yeah, it's fine. But why? There's oh, only one hooker. Yeah, because yeah. the hooker said he's, you know, but whatever. But I had to explain the plot points. Right. To, so it could have been Predator. It could have been Terminator. It could have been Rambo. You know, it could My been- first in theater. And we've talked about this before. My first in theater rated R movie was Predator. And what's fucked up about that, though, is I had my dad. Excuse me. My oh. <laughs> He's getting emotional. No, I'm not getting emotional. I had a, had, a, had a bit of a burp that I held from you. Um, so my dad picked me up from school because I had a fucking migraine. And decided to take you and to... And he's the- like, oh, I'll take you to the super loud movie theater. Oh, it's, great it's idea. Dark to, see, to see Predator. He's like, that's fine. And in all honesty, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> so it worked but out But it's for the so best. good, right? 
Like, I don't got time to bleed. You got time to duck? Like, there's so many good lines in that. So Stick around. It, was, it wasn't rated <laughs> R, but I, I do remember um, my parents took me to see Star Wars. And I was which like, which Star Wars? The first one? I think it was the first. Wait, because what year? I was born? like four years old, and I you're born in seventy three three. So you would have been yeah seventy six. No, you've been yeah. six. Okay, or five or six, something like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah. I was old enough to go to Star Wars and old enough to be scared and old That's enough to so scold bad. my parents for taking me to a movie really that scared me and was going to give me nightmares. But did you like? <laughs> okay, and then as the movies came out, like, did you have an affinity? Uh, not, not really. Particular. I mean, I liked them. They're so good. But, like, I wasn't like totally sucked in like most people. They're oh, not yeah. that good. <laughs> I'll watch them, but again, I haven't seen. Am I really the ones. only one here that is like, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, we think about who's married in this room. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny>. oh. <laughs> <That's> hurtful. <laughs> I remember going to see Natural Born Killers. I've been married. Yes, true. True. Yeah. Uh, Fool one theater, lady, uh-huh. which was natural NC one killers and NC seventeen. Yeah, that was wasn't even rated. That was a fucked up movie. And it was like nineteen ninety four, so I must have, I would have been fifteen. I remember sneaking 14. in to see seven. Oh yeah, I saw seven because my parents took me. And the theater was full, so the only seats that were available are like right at the base of the screen. I still haven't seen seven. That's how scary that movie. Really? <laughs> Have you never seen it? Uh-uh. It's really good. Did you ever see? Um, okay, remember Colors? Yes. I saw Colors in the theater. My mom took me to Colors in the theater. I've never heard. Did of she colors. just drop you off and then just like leave? No, it was one of those movies. So it was it was a movie about uh, like gangs. Yes. Right. And so, and especially at the time, there were I like it was like a big deal. Yeah, like it was gonna start getting like, worse. There, but there were people like, oh, the theaters. you got shot you. in front of the theater, yeah. but you didn't because nobody cared. Nobody right. did. Uh, yeah, but I saw I saw I colors, the hype, but I never saw it. How old were you? I'm trying to think what year that came out. I was I really young, was like, like 10. 9, 89, 90? I was probably 10, 11. Your mom's not going to realize that she shouldn't have taken you to that movie. No, no, no. She, she had no it was fun. She stopped listening but, a while ago. Yeah. She's just, just getting yeah, she was like, oh, you're talking about car stuff. It's really fun. 1988. I was nine. I was nine. Yeah. I was nine years old. I went to Colors. I, I was like, I guessed. He guessed the year off. I guessed the year off. We guessed years off. Yes. I don't know why that was so Russian. <laughs> <laughs> we do the things. But yeah, like that being... that movie was insane. And that was one of those movies where like people were like, you don't go to that movie because you're going to get shot. I remember being so excited to go see Natural Born Killers and like, oh my God, it's NC-17. What like, year it's was so that? It's so forbidden. 1994. So you were like... I would have been 14 or 15, depending on what time of the year it so was. So you're super excited about a normal movie? You're super excited about anything you're not allowed to do. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that. I don't remember that movie coming out, and we're the same age. I don't remember even see, I don't remember anything about the movie. I feel like I was tough. It's all just... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have the impact that I thought it was going to have. What was your style back then? Were you, like, goth? Were you punk? Were you just preppy? Were you... Um... Nineteen ninety four. I was I was kind of grunge. She was I just was, a girl. I was wearing baggy corduroys <laughs> and suede vans. You were kind of grunge like you are right at this very moment. That's what In I was sort of, <laughs> kind of what I tried. And I, yeah, I had like my Pearl Jam t shirts and I had Stone Temple Pilots and Pearl Jam patches and stuff and I was super into that sort of Yeah, so thing. that movie kind of fits that 
you know, if you're in yeah. that grunge kind of thing, and that Natural Born Killers kind of fits that. I mean, I, mean, I, I like the movie. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember it being like. It wasn't a good movie. We need more. It wasn't a bad movie. I don't remember. I don't even remember anything about it. So it didn't have that big of an oh, impact. Oh wow! Wasn't okay. it like I remember the entire movie. Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh god, what was her name? Juliette Lewis. Yep, Juliette Lewis, who was also in. Oh man, she was in the other. Oh, this is getting good. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be good. Actually. I was gonna say, it I, turns out, like any of like the suspense horror stuff, eh, I don't give a shit. I would rather see more R-rated comedies. I enjoy R-rated comedies a lot. Yes, yeah, I like inappropriate humor. Oh, yeah. well, okay. So back then, what was an R-rated comedy that? It was uh, Happy Gilmore. That was an R. That was an R-rated. Okay, that was an R-rated. No, I'm trying to think what what really was a hard R. I mean, maybe. I don't even think The Hangover was. The that hang- wasn't the 90s. No, the hang- that wasn't the 90s. No, no, no. no, no, no. But the but Hangover was R-rated. It had to be. No. Uh, yeah, it was. No? Was it? Yeah, it The Hangover be. was, yeah. yeah. The, uh... There was, was a little dick in The Hangover. <laughs> there was also, like, a lot of just words. <laughs> there were a lot of adult themes. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was, like, themes and words and, like, ball Usually sets. you have to be some boobs to get, uh, you get an R. It's, What's the it's deal? An, it's also, the number of fucks as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think boobs are fuck, bad. Fuck, I think fuck. I think like boobs. I don't should think be, ours are bad. No, boobs. <laughs> boobs should be in PG movies. So should dicks then. No. <laughs> boobs are a lot nicer. That's why that they're everybody they're better to look at. Sexist. Penises uh, are everybody gross. Everybody likes a boob. American Pie was R rated in 1999. Oh yeah, that uh, I really liked Euro Trip. That one I yeah, Euro Trip was, was good. American yeah. Pie was good. Was great. Yeah. Good. Good. It's Ste- a combination of great it's and good. good. <laughs> Step Brothers. Was Do you R. think it's good? It's good. Wedding Crashers it's good. was R. Good. We've been watching Broadchurch, and I'm really enjoying David Tennant's Scottish accent. I don't know what Broadchurch is. It's a British crime drama series that's about to drop off Netflix in a week. So we've just See, been binging yeah, it. Like that. I'm totally gonna not watch that. Go for you. <laughs> You're gonna miss some good acting, though. It's it's a good show. You guys sticking around for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're here for Thanksgiving Day, and then we're planning on going to Yucca Valley for Black the, Friday for the, the weekend. Traditional Yucca Valley think after Thanksgiving <laughs> off roading. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's not traditional, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's not, wait, I didn't get an invite. You don't have an off roader. That's needle. not your. I, I do have a thing that off roads. No, no, it's not our party. Reading. It's yeah, another. It's, our, it's, it's our another friend's person's house party. party. I don't care about your friend's housewarming. Sorry. <laughs> Are there? Is there dirt involved? Do we have a vehicle that does it? You could camp on BLM land outside the property. Just, I, literally, <laughs> I literally wouldn't care. Like, <laughs> you realize, like, I have a thing that I sleep in. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a fun thing to sleep in. We're probably sleeping in our thing on yeah. her property. Yeah. So rude. I'm gonna disinvite you from my trip. <laughs> Oh, well, aren't you busy that same weekend? Because you're going to you're Death going Valley, to Death right? You're going to Death Valley on Sunday. Oh, that's yeah, true. you could go from Fuck. Yucca Valley. No, that's true. Actually, well, I Valley can't because they got to be close. I actually, so I picked up a friend. He's Mark is going to come with me. He's going to sit in the or he's going to do the like tent thing when we get there. Mm. He's like, oh, we should totally go. Like I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Fuck. So yeah, you can ride out with me. And then he's like, oh, can we pick up like a? a I'm like, no, we can't stop anywhere. What do you want to pick up? I don't even know. He's like, can we pick up? He's like, can we pick up like a pizza or a tent? No, he's like, can we pick (laughs) up like a um, like a a, a, I don't know a desk? 
I don't know what it is. It's just a dumb you thing. Nobody wants to do is shopping along the way. Yeah, I'm like, no, I, I have nothing desk. to do with that. And and also, no. So mostly no. <laughs> but yeah, so like we're gonna do a, a no trip. Well, it's fun. Fine. Yeah. I put cookie in my mouth. Everybody just got cookie. cookie from me. Chocolate chip cookies are really good. Yeah, we're fine. So we're just gonna go out. Do. I'm hoping that good pod right I'm here. gonna do a Saturday early. There's a couple mines I really want to see, so we'll do the mines. Go back to the campsite, hang out. Mine shafts. Yeah. Like there's a couple like really bad mine shafts where you're like, oh, you don't want to be standing there. So we'll go see a couple of those and then um, come back. But if we go out on what second weekend or whatever it is in December, there's actually a BLM road I really, 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 really want to do. I've only done it once, and you go out and sleep off that BLM road. And it's, Where is it? Uh, General vicinity. Uh, Which desert? It's, uh, so if, I'm trying to figure out, Furnace Creek is here? It's over here. So Death Valley. They're just Yeah, it was Death here. Valley. I mean, I'm not going to put this on the pod because there's it doesn't make sense, but... Um, we're also at two hours already. On the audio. Oh, we're uh, going to edit this out? Wow. We can edit what out? Well, you well, said you're not going to put this on there. Rambling just, nonsense. No, what I'm saying is like it's, it's basically audio. like if, if you're at <laughs> Furnace Creek and you go up and around, and that's the problem. Like I don't know how to explain like the exact road. Usually up is considered north. Yeah, but I'm also, it, and it, that's literally what it is. It's like, well, actually, that's not true. It's Furnace Creek, so you go east and then up and around. It doesn't matter. Is the point okay? Like it's in it's in Death Valley. Was the it's in Death Valley, and it's one of those things where it's like, fuck, this is cool. Okay, because I slept out there. Canyon? Um, no, no. It's open and BLM. Big wide open. And I've gone out there and done some really fun stuff. So, but I don't want to like put it on the thing. Are we gonna need medical support for this kind of fun stuff? No. Okay. I mean, unless you're gonna plan on dying. I don't know if anything's exploding or. Don't die. I'll try. He's not bringing his mountain bike. Yeah. <laughs> he might. I don't remember the last time I crashed my mountain bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Have you gone back out there now? Are you out biking on a regular basis? Oh, yeah. I just, I don't do a lot of solo riding now. Well, fair enough. didn't work out. He is forbidden. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get him, like, the Apple Watch where it's got the, the crash notification, like, We're too alert. Cheap. We are cheap. Yeah. Yeah. What's my life worth, really? <laughs> it's yeah. not an Apple Watch. <laughs> well, basically, Dave will come up with a solution that's like a, a G-Shock with like a transponder and some other things that he just cobbled together from found items. He's too technologically incompetent to understand how to operate an Apple Watch. He's, yeah. it's, but it's not. He's not because it, it's the funniest thing is like when I see the stuff he puts together, like the fact that your your canopy is LED illuminated. <laughs> my my uh, my shade on my yeah truck yeah yeah and then like the original shade was somebody's campaign banner yeah so if you go out if you go the day after election day there's all kinds of free coroplast and and uh, and you know, tarps painted up with uh, what's her name the girl who's on my campaign so, banner Nguyen wasn't it something Nguyen Cindy yeah. Nguyen or something something like that yeah something like that yeah but it just it's hilarious the stuff you've put together and I mean it all works it's all functional but the fact that you you're repurposing things that I would have never have thought to scrounge up in the first place like is this stuff that you just pick up to find a use for later or did you grab it knowing no, exactly I, I grabbed this banner knowing I I wanted a free tarp <laughs> and I know that the day after election day 
the especially around Westminster. Westminster has a lot of campaign yeah. banners. Um, you just go out with some dykes to cut zip ties. And there's all <laughs> kinds of free stuff the day after election day. I'm just helping clean up the neighborhood. What's been the uh, the latest modification? Has it been the LED lights to your uh, overlanding room? Yeah, so I I, I built uh, a, I built my own roof rack out of uh, Unistrut, which is the stuff you get at Home Depot for like just mounting pipes and stuff to a wall. Um, and that stuff happens to bolt right up to a GX470 roof rack really easily. So I built a whole roof rack out of that stuff. And then I made these arms swing out to hold a, a, a camping tarp um, that I use as, as a sail shade. So I don't use, actually use that that campaign. Uh, yeah, you've upgraded from that since. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's been. Uh, and then yeah, and then I added LED strip lights to the bottom because because you can't have campfires now anymore. Right. There's been so many fires in California. Audio to the headphones. Ouch. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. It wasn't, I didn't mute somebody anybody. Just, somebody just took over. No, yeah. I didn't mute anybody. I just threw audio to the headphones. It smells Sorry. like a fart in here now. Did you just That's, drag a fart in here? I didn't. But Dave? I should have. I, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, the wheels on this thing I, are I, just look, falling off. Yeah. <laughs> I would have stood up and put it in the microphone. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you've got the, the mic with the pop filter on it. <laughs> <laughs> No, because you can't have campfires anymore, I had to put lighting on my canopy so that you can hang out of the truck at night right. when you're camping and still, like, see each other and talk. So, yeah. No, it looked really fancy. Technology. Like, yeah. I have Technology. the... Technology. <laughs> my canopy had... I, I got the ARB, like, the slide-in... It was, like, 30 bucks. Ryan's 30 canopy. bucks for a canopy? For a no, shade? not the canopy, but I got the slide-in, like, uh, LED canopy light thing. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? The light no, attachment, basically. I have basically. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So the ARB canopies have a, like a pocket. Uh-huh. And you put, it's a $30 slide-in LED. Like an LED strip. LED strip, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah? But you have to, I looked at it, I was like, this is really cool, but you can't wire it to a switch. You have to, like, directly throw it to the battery, because it's battery clamped. Right. Right, so it's just like 82,000 feet of cord. Uh. Right. What's yours then, powered off of? So, so mine. Yeah, but it's, so it's stupid. Mine's powered off the battery, but I found they, they make these really cool uh, jumper leads off of the fuse box now. Yeah, those yeah. are rad. You, you go on Amazon and they've got, um, I, I got like for $10 a 10 pack of three different kinds of fuse oh, cool. sizes. Um, and you, you take out a fuse and you Replace plug, it. You plug this thing in and it, and it takes the power off of that fuse lead and it has spaces for two fuses. One for the new circuit you just created and one for the original circuit. That's yeah. cool. And then it just gives you a lead off of that that you just crimp on. And then I run the wire up the, up the A-pillar and just sort of siliconed it into the A-pillar trim a little bit and run it up into, into the roof rack. But then I've got these little touch-sensitive dimmer switches I got for 10 bucks. <laughs> um, so you can dim the lights because when it's really dark yeah, out, it's really bright. you can yeah. turn right. them all the way down to the lowest setting that's still plenty of light, right? Because your, your eyes... Well, and the nice thing is, I mean, you're connected to the, the vehicle's battery, but LEDs are such low They're draw. so efficient. Yeah. yeah, you could have yeah. one overnight and not worry about it. Yeah. Well, that's what's really cool. Like, we, we've delivered these systems that just make sense yeah i'm, I'm right. doing led lighting well i already have led lights in my garage but i'm now that i'm redoing the garage i'm updating the lighting and so i picked out some ones that happened to be on like a black friday deal at home depot but the yeah. light fixture original was 100 bucks a piece and so i got two of them for basically for the price of one they were 50 percent off so even if you're gonna do on the like on the the truck right so like we're talking about just camp rigs or whatever right even if you get all those 
do you really need at this point now like the draw would you do a second battery like you don't need no i this right? when i when i first started camping i was thinking oh i need solar panels and need another battery I need all the stuff to make me confident that the truck's going to start when i'm done right. with my camping right um and after doing a bunch i realized a couple of things one you're always there with other people right so you're not all going to kill your trucks at the same time um and and two all of the stuff that we're running off the truck is super efficient. Right. Like these LEDs, charging up a cell phone. The like blender. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been using a blender because our cooler is too crappy. The like if you have a refrigerator, maker. then yeah. you need to you need to think. The, uh, um, but the I hot tub. We're too cheap to have a refrigerator, so it comes down to it. We tried to buy one of those old dorm fridges. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just throw, throw and those, uh, those actually are fucking terrible. Well, yeah. So I, They're not efficient, I've got this and they're old, garbage. I've got this old Lexus GX, and it's got a 110 outlet in the back. I'm like, oh, great. And it's 100, it's 100 watts, which is pathetic. Um, but uh, the dorm fridge is like 80 watts. So, yeah. okay. I bought this this used uh, dorm fridge. It was like wood-paneled, 70s-looking, amazing thing. And um, I plugged it in to test it when I was buying the thing, and it, it wouldn't turn on. I'm like, ah, I'll figure it out. And I bought the thing anyway. Well, it turns out when, when <laughs> so they, you pay $15, they, $15 for it? Uh, like 40, 40 40 Yeah, it's 40 um, So it turns out they, there's a surge when they start right, up. First case the surge is over 100 so you can't get the thing to start oh, in the first right, place. Yeah. No. Um, but the real mistake was I started driving home with this refrigerator in the back, and the compressor is on these isolating spring mounts to, to isolate the vibration of the compressor and it cannot handle driving down a smooth paved road no because the whole time like i can't i can't go off-roading it with was this thing torture yeah it was awful so i ended up selling it for 45 dollars 50 <laughs> i think we sold it for 50 <laughs> celebrity yeah, so owned dorm fridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah but those the, that the, those are things that you just can't you can't substitute. There's a couple things that you having can, a fridge would be really nice. It would be great, but the th- I, my point is like there's a lot of stuff with off off roading or overlanding or whatever the hell you want to call it these days. What's what's the hot term? Froden or Froden? Froden. We Froden. Yeah. We done Froden, but there's a lot of stuff that you just can't minimize. I, and I, I I want a fridge really bad, but then I look at like how so expensive. Not as it, not even as inexpensive because I have a really a decent line on a used Airbnb. Hook me up, buddy. No, it's my Airbnb. <laughs> it's my Airbnb. But the point is, like, then okay, so I diminish my sleeping space. I don't want to put a rooftop tent. No, no, no. So we we um, sleep in the back of our. Truck. I, I I that's and what so I do. When we get to the campsite, we take all our stuff and throw it outside. That's exactly what I do. But my point is, like, if I put a a, a refrigerator. Yeah. Okay. Don't get one that's too big or you're going to hurt yourself. No, but what I'm saying is like, okay, now I have a fridge. I, do I want to take it out? Not really. Like you, Put the you, fridge you, on the roof. You st- <laughs> Trade <laughs> the hitch. But that doesn't work. Yeah. So you, st- you start to kind of screw yourself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's you really you end hard up in this, to keep things simple. Right. You end up in a situation where you're like, okay, simple, I, simple I, and I, easy. That's, I need a rooftop tent. Yeah. And I don't want a rooftop tent. No. No, because they're ridiculously expensive. They cost, I just, they but cost I want a land side. It turns out my land side with blankets is like eleven dollars. Your landslide? Lay inside with blankets. Oh, well, that's yeah. disgusting. Right. Yeah, right. yeah I, I lay in the fucking truck with with a blanket. It's yeah. eleven bucks. Yeah, it's something we figured out too. We stopped carrying sleeping bags to start just bringing a down comforter and sheets. Literal actual blankets. So much more comfortable yeah. than a sleeping right. bag. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not hiking and having to carry the stuff on your back, just bring a down comforter. It's the best. Not only that, like, just bring a real mattress. 
Well, that or not not a real mattress, wow. a real air mattress. I'm sorry. I bring a real air mattress. Like I plug it up. Yeah, right? feels I, fancy, I pump it up. Fills it with water. No, I yeah. bring a real air mattress that I pump up, and it's perfect. So we we have like these thermarest kind of things, but they're big, thick, like oh, three yeah. inch thick thermarest things from China. Um, they're called Wellax because they just figured take all these different English words and jam them together, and it should make sense. Makes right? so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, to pack them down when we're traveling. Full circle back to our uh, back to our coolant pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a, an air tool fitting on a vacuum line that was coming off the intake manifold on the GX, and now I have a, a line that I just plug into that vacuum line and I suck all the air out of these mattresses to suck them down flat to vacuum Perfect. pack them when we're traveling. Yeah. It's brilliant. That's makes that's what makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like air tool fittings for everybody. Efficient camping. It's cool camping. There's nothing efficient about a. 4.7 liter V8. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess what range. I mean is like like efficient gear camping. It's it's pretty efficient, I, I would say, because I mean it, it's a happy medium. Because he's not like he's it's not like Dave's rolling around in a 40 foot RV with you know satellite TV right. and air conditioning. And, I did buy the truck for 7250. Yeah, um, which you, got, which got, you cannot buy you a imagine? GX 470 for that now. No, yeah, that's a, I was the last person. That's to like get a thirteen thousand. And you were yeah. freaking out when you bought it for. 7250 because prices were already starting they to were climb. Already going up, yeah. yeah. And he was, you know, I remember that. Yeah. Because you were looking at weird shit. You were looking at like Suzuki's. I, and I got hooked into the idea of having, I like small light cars. So, right. Uh, the idea of, of a Geo Tracker, like, oh, maybe I can go off road with a Geo Tracker. No, it's not going yeah. to. You, no. <laughs> so the, the Kia, the the Kia, Kia Sport is the problem is, is every single one, when I, back in the day, I was a Kia ASL, which is an authorized service location. Oh. Every single Kia that came in, Kia Sportage was like, oh, sorry, wiring harness. This is the first-gen body-on-frame ones? Oh, yeah. Oh. See, I don't oh, know anything dude, about that. Every except. single one that came in, they're like, I, dude, we were like $28,000, dollars $70,000. What? No, you replaced the entire car. The only thing I know about the Kia, they were the first-gen Kia Sportage is, is that they're proper body-on-frame, yes. low-range, four-wheel drive right, kind but, of truck. But they, their engine is a two-liter four-cylinder that, if you take that block, will bolt into a Miata to make a two-liter Which Miata. is probably really fun. Which the is pro- great because then, theoretically, and it turns out I'm completely wrong. Yes. But theoretically, I could take all my Miata knowledge and throw it back into the Kia. And I could false. just, block, just yep. slap a supercharger on Super the thing. Super false. And yeah, it turns out no. The really fun thing that I liked about those things was like, okay, first off, if you're driving into my driveway and do a, a with a Kia Sportage, I'm like, ching, 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 ching. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, but I have why? to replace. It's not like the Kia owner is rolling deep in their wallet. No, but warranty-wise, warranty. yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. They literally were entire wiring harness replacements. Every wow. single car. What was what it? The harness was just, the harnesses. Huh? Was it like soy insulation or something? No. Like weird? It was a dude in his garage building these on a pegboard. For Kia? What's wrong with, with that? With like three wires. So, so like you would look at the wiring diagram. No, you would look. You would look at the wiring diagram, and they're like, "This should be yellow, red, white stripe." And instead, it was. Just and it turns out it's it's not actually. Uh, it's like black, blue with You're like, stripes. What the goddamn fuck is this, right? <laughs> Colorblind like, people need jobs too. Probably. They were so bad that you the, every single time a sportage came into the driveway it was a wire replacement my, my favorite part about this we replaced sportage conversation hundreds of wiring harness was the dirty look on sarah's face when dave was talking about considering when she was just like 
Yeah, yeah, you she, do not want a sportage. That is the was, worst. She was right. Yeah. Get uh, get an Azuzu. So I yeah, I wanted a small, light, nimble. Oh yeah, you uh, ended up off road. And she's like, no, it has to tow the race car. Oh, We're not gonna have an off roader that doesn't also tow the race car. And she was right. But yeah. the flip side of that is um, last last time we were out in Canyonland camping. Um, we were trying to answer the question of what's the difference between fuel economy on the pavement none. and on the dirt. I think none. And a, a rounding error. Uh, it was it's bad in both cases. Yes. Right. But uh, on the pavement, we were getting I think sixteen point one miles per gallon. That's actually is, better than my forerunner. We were. I, was, I drive very gently in that car, um, <laughs> David. Because that's better than my forerunner. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know you. You don't drive gently in the forerunner. Uh, no, I. Yeah, that's fair actually. <laughs> And I reset. I reset the trip computer when we were when we passed the ranger station. We were yeah. fully on dirt um, and slow going. off roading. Yeah, I mean proper eleven, proper, twelve, uh, eight point six. That's actually not. Oh, awful. I think you're going to tell me eight point six miles per gallon is not bad. No, it's not bad for what you're doing you? though. Ah, it's, you're in the it, internet. You're in the. You're in the inner. You're in the inner dirt. It's better <laughs> than track mileage. It's about the same. Oh, it's close. So the my Sylvia yeah. used to get like well, seven or eight miles per gallon. Let's be fair though, your Sylvia doesn't really exist. Used to, I said. Okay, used but it to. also is like right now it gets infinite fuel economy. <laughs> it does. So, <laughs> it also gets infinite. It also gets infinite. Uh, what's that? Rust. So Dave brought up the Sylvia, oh, and yeah. what? Two months ago, didn't you start some sort of campaign where every week you were going to drop no, like the price until it got a buyer? Uh, yeah. Fucked it up. So my old my old Project Sylvia from from Sport Compact Car, the the famous Project which Sylvia, which was weirdly famous. Famous to whom? It was well, it was a back page Project Car. Okay. Like it was always back in the yeah. back in the, the the sort of single column stuff in the back of the magazine. Um, I only ask because you've not you don't know our demographics. But uh, so. Nobody yeah. cares. So this car had three hundred thousand miles on it. Was painted with crime. Yeah, which is that thing was fucking rad. And it was cool it. because at the time, every but everything was bright colors and right. stickers, and like this thing was like trying to just be a little more uh, restrained, low key, matte black. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Flat, flat black um, yeah. with you know, but all the hardware was trick right. as hell. You know, like bronze. It was a real car, T37s, just with matte shit. massive yeah. Brembo brakes, like all the really cool hardware. Um, it just I drove like that shit. thing. I, I drove that thing from uh, from L.A. to Seattle and back, and uh, like, had like seven people pull me over and like, "Oh my God, that's a, that's a sport comic project car!" Like it was it was famous. Yeah. Uh, I remember at that. that time back when like that was the only way you could judge because we right. didn't have social media yet for people right. to just contact you. You had like, no like, real people want to talk to you. That's the thing. Throw them out there, and you didn't know if anybody noticed. Right, but not. then you're like, "Oh, real people want to talk yeah. to me." So, so yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, it's, it's a thing. This is my car. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it must have yeah, been yeah. popular, right? I remember. I do remember that. That was fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was, was like a super ninety. Fun car. Anyway, I took that it car was ninety seven ish. Ninety eight. No, 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 way later than that. That was like two thousand three, two thousand four. Was it really that yeah, far yeah, away? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the car, the 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 car itself was built in. 1989. It's no, an 89 the, model year. No, I understand. Year, I understand. The, the project it was actually VIN number 141. It's one of the earliest 240 SXs. But the project in the magazine that was that was started around 2001. So it was probably. after we were we were rallying by that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I always felt like it came. I mean, it went over many years. It was a it was a long project. Yeah, but I always felt like it came like kind of early, and then we. You know what I mean? Like they I started it after we were rallying. I okay. pretty, I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. everything's a blur. 
<laughs> so he's been. It's the car has been anyway. sitting in your backyard for. Uh, well, so I took a, a decade. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, a decade. It was, yeah. it was running great. It was fast. It ran when it parked. Handled well. And I'm like, you know, it would be cool. The variable valve timing gets you a lot more mid range, mm. and I have to shift a couple more times than I'd like to on Streets of Willow. Maybe I should put on this S14 head with the crudest variable valve timing that's ever been made. And I stumbled upon a, 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 a non-turbo SR20 S14 head, which is exactly the same as the turbo heads, except it doesn't have the sodium-filled exhaust valves. Ah, easy. I got this head for free. I'll just put in the sodium-filled valves, and we'll, we'll away we go. So I took the, the head off and took it all apart, and putting in the sodium valves is a lot harder than I thought. Everything snowballed. It rained. Water got into the cylinders when it was parked. The whole engine got destroyed. Uh, we got everything machined. I went to go build it again. I lost interest, and now I just have a pile of parts and a car that turns out so at some point somebody replaced the windshield and did a terrible job and scratched some stuff, and water got in there, and now the A-pillars rusted out. So this is a great project for somebody else. <laughs> but you haven't really done much to get rid of it. Like, what's the what's I, the current I have this price? really pathetic nostalgia for this car. I know, um, I know. And it's, actually, it was I so mean, good when it was And it's well-deserved. And it's, there's a lot of good hardware there. Kind of. Rusting away. But, but if you had to have that car or the, the 510. I, no. I sold the 510. Yeah. And I semi-regret it, but... No, you should regret it. Like, no, you should regret it. And I, I know, I remember when you sold it. I was like, "Fuck! If I could have it, I could have it." Because I want, I wanted to, I wanted to hold on to it. All these magazine cars were really important to some people and really irrelevant. But the five ten was important to us, right? But it was so. They were also. I had guys send me pictures of. Um, Their penises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's, that's actually, actually probably not guys, correct. Guys up in places where there was winter and they had to know yes. what to do with themselves in the yeah. winter. There was some guy sent me a picture of a, of a model that he built uh, from scratch, mm-hmm. uh, from a 510 model kit, where he built a model of our 510. Oh, I've never cool. seen that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I've lost it since then. But, that, but, like, but, that, but our 510 well, like it was, was our 510. enough that somebody right? went like, to the effort of building a 24th scale model of our car. But that's, that's the point. Like, we built shit and we fucking race shit, right? That people should have just been... Like, we that we owe it to folks. Actually, I take that back. Hang on. I'm going to reverse the statement. Folks owe it to us? No, yes. To If you have the car, give me. <laughs> so, or at least at least let us drive it. Some guy some guy in New York ended up buying the car. Thought That's fine. Was, thought it was super cool. Had built some other five ten tri- rally tribute things himself, but still didn't know about. Oh, he didn't know how bad. He hadn't it was. read about. He, he, he didn't read sport compact. Yeah, he did not know how just, terrible that car was. Well, so it, bro- it was really great. It fired up and ran and drove. And, what? Yeah. It drove terribly, but it always fired up. Right, so that's something. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like, somewhat guilty and responsible for like the the sale of the car and and our loss of it because now it's in the ether and we don't know where it went. Well, well like, how wait, do we? It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. We sold the five ten lot. So it's gone. The five ten. I was thinking about the Sylvia. I was like, what? Sold enough that we can't find it. I sold it to to a guy and he drove it around for. I started seeing pictures on Instagram of people randomly spotting the car driving around New York. The guy that's was daily insane. driving the thing. That's insane. Great. That's that's what you want. Yeah, 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 for right? sure. I was super happy the guy was driving <laughs> right. it, um, and and he was driving it with the original. Uh, you know, uh, I I it was in a five ten safari rally livery, which was. Do you, which do was you remember red. painting the car that way? 
Yeah, yeah, with some like, uh, Rustolium Regal Red Satin. We can't <laughs> we, get so anymore. Wait, so there was Brandon was there. It was me, you, Brandon, Chris. Fuck, I think it was it. It was me, you, Brandon, and Chris. So okay, here's how this works out. My old roommate, uh, Chris, <laughs> who fucked our fucking service up. I don't even. I don't even want to get into that. Do you remember that? Like he screwed. I don't he, know what you're talking about. Okay, my old roommate Chris. This is a better Brian story in your head. Talking about. No, it's actually it's like it's fine. So we had the rally car. Uh, it was the SE. There was the SER though. Like Chris screwed up. He was like, "Oh, I'll totally be your service guy." And we were at Prescott. And oh, I remember him yeah, not yeah, showing yeah, up that to the service yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, it was I the guy that didn't that. show up. Yeah. But at uh, when we painted the the five ten, we we're like, "Oh, we're gonna do the five ten in the Sabari colors." Yeah. And so we had a bunch of people come over. We did the flood the basement paint technique, right? Like we just flooded the floor, spray canned it, and it was so awesome. We had Brandon was there, Chris the was there. The car looked really good. It looked Rustolium awesome. Regal Red Satin is a really good and match we did, for the and we did it Safari Legitimately, we did a good job. Yeah, we yeah. were good at spray painting cars with cloud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, we did. And so we took this car, and that like we debuted it at. Fuck! What was the route? What did we debut it out with? With that paint job? Because we yeah. did we did Laughlin with that car when that Laughlin in that car was but the not Laughlin, a good Laughlin paint was job. Was the factory paint? Yep. And then we went to like Gorman or something, right? And we did the but we did the coolest stuff. We were like the cool kids on the rally scene, and every in like, our heads. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's exactly what we needed to be. That's the only people we need to impress is ourselves. Yeah, yeah. we impress ourselves. But it was like, oh, and the uh, Volvo dude, our Volvo, our we ne- had our nemesis. Well, yeah, no, he wasn't our nemesis in the five ten. It was on, wasn't until we had the SCR that he right. But that nemesis. dude was we were, like, then, then we were in group five, right? Um, and group group. So rally classes group two was a two wheel drive open class. Mm-hmm up to a certain displacement. The displacement was calculated with all kinds of multipliers. If you yeah, and so the 510 was like stuff. The, the baby, the baby class. Yeah, the baby class was the 510, but the, the group five class was like for the turbo two-wheel drive cars. Right. And the 2.5 naturally aspirated uh, engine had enough multipliers because it had fuel injection and variable valve timing and a couple other things that it took it over the calculated displacement. That thing was so much fun to drive, though. Like you we, didn't drive, we, I drove it. I like how this podcast has not evolved into a normal conversation with, with yeah. Dave and Ryan. <laughs> oh, we know, we know this is all getting cut out. <laughs> no, no, it's not getting cut out because I, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to this because Ryan's too lazy to cut it out. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll add the outro at the end and then he'll be done. No, I think, I think it's, it's cool. Like, we did, we did fun stuff, is the point. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you guys did do fun. Anyway, stuff. I sold it to some guy in New York. He was dri- he was daily driving the thing in its original livery, which was fantastic. That's amazing. And then something happened, like he had family in the Caribbean or something, and there was some family emergency, and he had to move down there. He's like, "I got to sell this car. Do you want it back?" And I'm like, "No." Um, and Man, then literally no. Yeah, and then I, for, for I cannot imagine the reason. At some reason, he decided, "Okay, I'll flan- paint it flat black and then sell it." Like painting a flat black at that point, you've you've it's no longer the cool old magazine car. <laughs> right. But also, right. also you've painted it. The I mean, worst I should talk because I painted other cars flat black, but that yeah. car wasn't flat black. It was spray painted. Why, it's all why would you? Red we we spray painted it. The why would you do that? I, I don't. I I can't. I just I cannot fathom why you would paint five tenths don't look right in black. First of all, weird. No, they don't. Terrible. 
Um, and I don't think I've ever seen a stock 510 in black. They didn't come in black. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 It, that not, seems like a weird... It's not a color that belongs in that car. I can't tell you why. But 70s cars, black was not a common color in the 70s. That's true. That's true. Right? Look at all your 70s Tupperware. There weren't black bowls. Right. Black right. plastic bowls, right? Well, it's sad that it's gone, but we never did drive it. No, it was a useless t- waste of backyard space. Yeah. So back to the right. Sylvia that is now useless yard space. I have proposed that we rebuild the Sylvia because I would like to do some more drifting. Just turn it's terrible. It's a terrible drift car because it, it, it has a quaif limited slip, which is a brilliant, fantastic. That is a great track for a track setup. Yeah. It is really bad for drifting. Um, but but you can in off. all fairness, Sarah. Well, Sarah, Sarah says she has proposed that we rebuild it. Oh, let's explain what we means. Let Let me remind you that I was <laughs> right there. Marry people. I was right there rebuilding my engine on my 240SX with you. Every step of the way, yeah. that can happen again. Okay, if, as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I find the missing crankshaft, it can happen again. <laughs> I did. I did kind of lose the crank. Yeah. Okay. Well. So what's the price? Because originally when you posted it, you were like, okay, every week or whatever, I'll drop yeah, the price. I started at $10,000. I was going to Oh, you did that like reverse I was going to drop the price every month You got every to week. seven or something. I think I got to seven and not a single person had... had How is that even possible? Had, nobody had, had given... Had actually, suggested had, they were actually interested. Yeah, so you... Um, and if they were interested, I would have going down to four. I would have been fine. Okay. I've, so I've if somebody actually that. is interested in the car and wants to rebuild it back yeah. to the way it was... But there was a bunch of just, you know, new Sylvia bros who are like, oh, I've, I've seen what it. is this that is old exactly junk? Why yeah. I know why it's, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's worth more parted out. Oh, for sure. Which for sure. is sad. Yeah. So. But it's also a really cool car put back together. So I, I, I somebody was parting out a Sylvia in Long Beach, an S, well, a, 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 a 240SX S13 in Long Beach recently. Um, and I asked, I was like, oh, do you have an A-pillar? Can I cut no. the A-pillar out of it? And he was like, oh, I already crashed the body, sorry. He, but I'm kind he of crashed like, the A-pillar, he, he crushed the whole body. Oh. He just, oh, he just had the rest of the parts Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of looking out for an A-pillar. I'll just cut it out well to back end. What side do you need? Uh, passenger side. Passenger side A-pillar. wonder if you can get an A-pillar faster and get a catalytic converter these days. Well, I don't think you should go cut it off a car on the street. <laughs> yeah, stay away from my truck, hey? There is a 241 block over from us now. Yeah, take so. that. <laughs> Leave my truck away. We'll just put it up on blocks and take the A-pillar. You don't need no, it on blocks no. take the A-pillar. That's why it's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's unexpected. Why is my car on the blocks? <laughs> still has tires on it. Yeah, exactly. You don't even like dismount the wheels. It's still there. And on that note, everyone. Time for dinner. It is. Let's let's get some food. Should yeah. we, should we let this go? Taco time. Okay, everybody shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Sorry, sorry, Ryan's mom. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize.